recording. Hello. Hiya. How are you doing? All right. Yeah, right. All right. Lovely Christmas tree behind you. Oh, yeah, it's up. It's yeah. up after we did a poll and I win. <laughs> <laughs> Went up on Saturday. I loved it, every second of it. I wasn't, like, adverse to it. You were in November, though, weren't you? Yeah, November the 1st. Yeah, I was, yeah. Well, I managed to wait until at least mid-November before I did the cheeky poll that I knew I'd win. We all need a bit of joy. We all need a bit of joy in our lives, don't we, at the moment? I don't know know what it is with Christmas trees. I just... They don't... Like, if I see a Christmas... If we're walking around, right, and I see a Christmas tree in a window, I don't think, oh, great, it's Christmas. I just think, you've got more... Too much time on your hands. Wow. <laughs> Wowzer. Especially that one on the other street, which is like got loads of lights on it and all that kind of shit. It's, it's lovely. Like... It's bloody lovely, that. It makes me feel really warm and fuzzy inside. I'm, genuinely I'm so does, glad. I'm, I'm so saying. glad. Because I'm genuinely not taking the contra position just to be a dick. Like, I genuinely couldn't care less. Either way. I mean, mean, Christmas is going to be a washout. Do you, you want to light that candle, no, because I'll end up drinking it, because it's the same <laughs> height as my glass. So I moved it over there because I kept reaching for it. Oh, and it's like, me. I can just see that going wrong. Okay. So, wrestling-wise, I've not seen AW. No. I've seen bits of it. I've seen bits of it. I've not watched New Japan for a week, so I'm very far behind on the World Tag League and the Super Juniors, but I know the, the stand-ins. But what, what we did have we watch? watch? What did we watch, Andy? <laughs> What did we watch? We watched Survivor Series because I've got a couple of weeks off work. I was supposed to be on our jollies. We were. <sighs> bloody yep. COVID. Bloody, um, bloody COVID. So we're supposed to be in the States now. And then on to the Bahamas. <laughs> Can you believe that? No, I can't. I think that's why I think that's why we we're not doing it because we have no right being there. <laughs> no, no. It's fucking disgraceful, that, though, isn't it? That yeah. We sat here. So, I've kept the time off. So, I thought, oh, do you know what? I'm up anyway. Because, obviously, as as everybody will know, when you've got a bit of time off work, you know, the whole going to bed seems to fly out the window. So, we watched Survivor Series. Should we get into the tweets first? Yeah, then? yeah, go for the tweets. <clears throat> okay, so first of all was a poll. Did a poll probably should have added a fourth thing as you mentioned uh, a meh kind of one, um, but we got quite a few votes. Forty two point nine percent said yes, they enjoyed it. Fourteen point three said it was bad, okay. and forty two point nine percent said they didn't watch. Fair enough. So we've had a few tweets on it. So at Chris Horrocks thirty one has put saw taker and not convinced. Nice. It's the last time we'll see him doing something. It tells me something else is going on, but I may be giving them too much credit. If they manage to build a conflicted Lana, what? If they manage to build on conflicted Lana, which they probably won't, it could make an interesting story. Oh, they, I think he's just saying that's, in general. I think that's two separate things. I was Let's thinking hope about so. yeah. Well, he's put. A, <laughs> you know, you've given me you've given me ample opportunity to foresee that because he's put a space. Um, it's just me being silly. I did like that. The whole Lana stood on the stairs thing, and then she ends up winning. That was yeah. It was, was it was plus. it was coming though, wasn't it? Throughout well, yeah. the whole match, you knew I that mean, was going to happen. I mean, it, it's a, uh, an Axel's next, but he said something beforehand of it's going to be a lot of roll ups and a lot of saving people's star power. Yep, <clears throat> which it was. Correct. Um, so Axel Jamo underscore Jamo has put. Uh, I saw most of it. 
I actually didn't mind the tag matches. Uh, I'm not sure if I thought. I'm not sure if I thought about how stupid the women's one was. It'd annoy me, but it was an okay match. Uh, main event was decent. Probably got tinted glasses as I won twenty five pound from Lashley, Sasha, and Reigns all winning. Wow! I keep forgetting you can bet on WWE, My and God. it's the fucking easiest thing. Well. How, how many times have we done a prediction show and we've got every single match completely wrong? Well, <laughs> completely yeah. fucking wrong because we're but, giving him too much credit every well, time. Well, that's the problem. So if money was on the line, I don't, you know, yeah, this is true. just a podcast. We're talking through scenarios. We're thinking what would be really nice to happen. Yeah, sure. Um, but if you, if money was on it and you were really thinking about it, yeah. then I'm sure you could you could make some dosh. But yeah, twenty five quid. Well done, man. Um, so at the Craigway ninety four. Good to hear from you again, Craig. Is it wasn't too bad, but wasn't great. Uh, what wasn't? It wasn't great, but it wasn't too bad. Sorry, I, my uh, weird brain switched them over. Um, I just want to know why Kane came out in full gear <laughs> and no one else did. I know that was... That's exactly. Was it what you said when we were watching it? I think it was you. Like, why is Kane full geared and everybody else is like... I know. It's like he just didn't get the memo at all. They're all in, like, suits. And Especially because none of them stuck around. Because <laughs> Jeff Hardy came out with a bit of face paint on, but still, like, just yeah. wearing his scruffs. Vince, Vince cleared the ring, clearly. We just well, didn't yeah. see it. Because it was... he wanted his pie face going on there. <laughs> uh, and then we've got a, um, a Room 101 entry from Axel Shamer, which we'll save till later on. So we're not going to go through it match by match, because you've all seen it. So who cares about that, you know? But over overall, what did you think? I found it really boring, actually, and I don't know whether it's because we're not watching WWE, but I, I wasn't very impressed with it as a pay per view at all. But saying that, sat through it all, watched it to the end. I think there was just—I can't quite put my finger on it. Why, why, why I didn't? I think it was just too much pissing and arsing around. And not enough, like, decent decent wrestling. Because yeah. by the time the McIntyre-Reigns match was on, I wasn't really watching that much, and that was probably the best match. Do you know what I mean? I'd kind of, like, switched off and got on my laptop doing something else. Yeah, I had as well. And I, I was on my laptop all the way through it, so it's it's, mm. it's, it's, it's tough, really, to say that we've watched it, because I've not really watched it properly. No. But I've, I've, I've seen it, and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I completely agree. I was, I was, it was, I was underwhelmed by it, and I don't know at this point if it's a bias thing, mm. where because we're, you know, my mindset at the moment is very anti WWE for reasons you know we've done we've listed in the past and reasons that we'll come on to in a few minutes. Um, I don't, I, I can't get my head around it. Like, what's missing for me? Because the the new day and. Um, Street Profits, I have to try and not call them Private Party, was a really good match. Like, as far as, far as like, a tag team technical showcase, mm. I really enjoyed it from that part of thing. So, there's a few things, and the, the one thing that I really didn't like, I'm going to leave till later, because that's my Room 101 thing. Okay. Which I'm surprised I've not put in sooner. Um... But the, the the pissing about at the start and you know 
see seeing all the, the random shit that's going on and and then and then um it's hard to to really discuss that part of it without saying me room 101 thing so I'll say that to later um but like the the street profits just like talking for ages it felt like yeah. It was pissing and arsing around. But do you, do you know what? Like, this might not be the case, but what I thought at the time was is because they're on opposite shows, you're using this time to try and build it. Yeah, that's into cool. something that because because this is the thing when when there's nothing on the line mm. at all. Yeah, I find it really hard at the moment to be interested. Yeah. So they had the battle royal on the kickoff show, and I put a tweet out saying. What does the winner get? Being a dick, like I was being a complete arsehole. Mm. You know what? What does the winner get? Like, because I was in that frame of mind. Yeah. And I got loads of responses saying nothing. This is bollocks. Like they're just doing this for the sake of doing it. And the, you know, seeing Shinsuke in there, and mm. I'm just like, oh Jesus Christ! Like literally, the winner of this doesn't get shit. Yeah. And it's and it's quite a fun ending to that. You know, the Miz does his rolling. I thought that was quite well done. Um. Dominic Mysterio is like getting one over Shinsuke Nakamura and you know, all those fucking whatever. I have my own sort of you know not taking anything away from him, but you know whatever. Well, it is what it is. Um, so I quite liked that ending. You know the Miz coming back in and winning, but what does the Miz get? He gets nothing because I mean he's got the, the briefcase anyway. Yeah. So that whole that whole battle royal was to put in place Miz as a bit of a heel. Which you could have done with, you could have done, you could do, you had the same effect, in my opinion, on a SmackDown or a Raw, yeah. <laughs> giving him a five-minute match against somebody where he cheats and wins. Mm. So the whole like battle royale thing, because I've seen like loads of people saying like how much they hate battle royals, and that they shouldn't, they should never do a battle royal other than the Royal Rumble. Yeah. And I completely disagree. Like, I really like battle royal matches mm. because you do feel like anybody could win it. But there has to be a fucking reason why yeah. you've got to do it. And, like, all the Survivor Series in general, I think that my thought going into it was nothing's on the line here. Yeah, I, I agree with you. And I, however, that being said, I did like it when NXT was a part of it. But there was something on the line. It was brand supremacy, and they had the numbers up. Right. So, they, so whoever won at the end of the night was the winner. Yeah, and I think yeah, I think that that should have been a thing. But I think just NXT's presence automatically makes the show more interesting yeah. because you're seeing people who've never faced each other before. Absolutely. Brand new matchups, and that's exciting. Whereas you know that battle royale was a bit like battle royale. Is that what it's called? Battle royale. Whatever. Battle Royale's Battle movie. Royale. Highly violent movie. But, um, it's great. It's a great movie. But I felt it just sounded wrong. It might sound like a cheeseburger or something. But like, <laughs> the... <laughs> do you know what I mean? But the... Um, what do you call it? Yeah, I, I don't know. There was just something really weird about those guys all going again. And it's like... And there has been some rivalries there and there's not. And then yeah. there's some rivalries within the teams, which can be interesting. But... I don't know. I, I just found that just Raw versus SmackDown—they're not different. They've only just had a brand shakeup. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it's completely null and void because the, some of these people the, a few weeks ago were on the other show anyway. So it's like, well, this is so unexciting. Like I can't. The well, NXT was, yeah. edition is the exciting part, 
of yeah. Survivor Series for me. And so I don't quite understand why they'd want to take them off. Well, Maybe it's to do with COVID well, stuff. Well, and... Vince isn't like the, the the what I saw from weeks and weeks and weeks ago was that Vince has had enough of NXT. Oh really? Like he's he's on the verge of washing his hands of it because it keeps getting spanked by AEW. You know the the USA Network want to move it, want to move the night, and he still thinks that they can beat AEW, which is exactly what you you should be thinking. Mm. You know, if you're taking it seriously enough, but all the stars have been taken off it, so obviously it's not going to have as many people watching as it might have done. Yeah. Um. Or there's just not those wrestling fans there, which is the kind of the conclusion that we came to last yeah, time. Big time. But yeah, the the NXT, and I didn't even think about NXT being included last year. I don't know if it was last year. It was last year was because it? it was their coming out party, really. I mean, they were they were involved. I think the year before. I can't remember. See, I can't remember whether they were. I, I, but I, NXT I, won yeah. considerably last year. Yeah. It was like three one six or something mm. like that. Um, <laughs> and that's cool and everything. And of course, the first, you yeah. know, the kind of like the underdog, massive underdog, supposedly. So them winning makes sense. However, you don't, they don't have to win every time. It's not a case of oh, if NXT's in it, they've kind of got to win. <laughs> So let's not have a minute. I know that's no, definitely would never would, be the reason. If they did it the same way, they wouldn't have won this year because it's just the way it goes. You know, they, they had their new show that's been launched. You know, now mm. now, but now they're just an interesting part of the show because that's exactly what it was. It was an interesting part of the show. Yeah, it was the US title champion versus the Intercontinental champion versus the um, United States champion. Mm. Like that, that was that. It was the NXT champion versus yeah, yeah, the two big champions in it. You know, so all those things are like really interesting. And all the way through it, I just thought, there's nothing on the line here. Mm. So you're gonna have to wow me with your wrestling content. And unfortunately, WWE isn't even on my register as a wrestling show. It's a really great entertainment show. Mm. Not that I'm watching it at the moment, but. It's really, it's really good as far as entertainment goes and the lights and the glamour. And, and I'm really interested about this new Thunderdome, whether it's going to be, going to be outside or mm. something might be able to let fans back in. That's really interesting. But when you've got a pay-per-view where like there isn't anything on the line for any of the matches and you don't do anything, because like Axel said when we were sort of tweeting about it at the time, is like, I'm waiting for the mus- Miz's music to hear because literally nothing's fucking happened in this entire show, apart from, you know, the, the the thing that they finished with, which we'll come on to after we've finished talking about it. But jack shit happened. Like, can you imagine, like, put putting a paper like say say it was the days where you're spending money, mm. and you know, or like with AEW, you know, they cost fifteen quid a time on Fight TV, or for Americans sixty dollars, which is absolutely nuts. <clears throat> You know, imagine if you're, if we bought one of those pay per views and all the matches were just because. I know, yeah, we'd be few. I wouldn't bother. I wouldn't bother buying it. Mm. You know, because we didn't. We don't have the network. I watched it through a dodgy stream, yeah. which was actually quite good in the end. <laughs> um, but like an entire pay per view that has no ramifications whatsoever in the ongoing storylines or the or the, the the ongoing title feuds and that kind of shit. It's it's literally WWE's mo at the moment. It's throw something together in a month, and then we'll put it on. Because I've seen loads of articles today about they don't have a fucking clue what the TL, the, the TLC pay per view card is. They don't even have an idea of who's going to go against who, and it's in three fucking weeks. 
so ridiculous. But, but but that's the issue that they're having at the moment is everything's so thrown together and so cobbled together. Yeah. Is that they've not got there's nobody leading the ship, it feels like. It feels like it's just keeps whacking into fucking icebergs left and right. Yeah. And they keep they keep you know, it's it's the it's the perennial WWE thing that they keep doing and, and Survivor series didn't display it, but we've seen it before and I'm kinda sick of seeing it is that whole making a big deal about bringing people back, like Liv Morgan make it, and Carmella doing like loads of vignettes of Carmella coming back and then they do nothing. Right. I, I don't I, know I'm about not, Carmella. I've not seen Carmella's I got, vignettes. But I've seen, well, it was her coming back. Do you remember when it was the, the high heels walking down? Oh, yeah. And the fur yeah. coat and all that shit. And it got ruined because somebody knew what tattoo she had. Yeah, crazy shit. But I mean, like the, the Liv Morgan thing was, they seem to do these things and that's just one tiny part of it because i can't quite put my finger on how to describe it it's that whole Mm. they just shift direction constantly and you kind of get behind something and they start that's why i've been so surprised so surprised that the firefly funhouse is still a thing because i remember when that happened and we were like give it two weeks yeah so i'm amazed it's too good this it'll be off yeah yeah it's like vince is going to get really bored of this once the novelty's worn off there's no way this is going to happen what was it the thing we said actually oh i'll tell you what we said what about what happened to that underground fight club shit is that oh but that's that's been gone for weeks is it over yeah 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 they ditched it hilarious yeah see what i mean though it's that shit and it's not cheap stuff that they're doing it looks a bit shit and cheap on the telly when they do the vignettes and they do frigging fight club but this is a lot this is the fight club was a big production or whatever it was called Raw after dark, underground after dark. It's like Hollyoaks after dark. But Raw underground perfectly sums WWE up. Is they're scrambling for figures, Mm. and they'll do anything to get viewers. So they'll try, and they'll just try, and and, you know, it's not, it's not on, on, it's not a bad thing to do to try things to try and get more viewers. I'm not saying that. However, they had a, and you don't have to do it. Attitude era style where the fucking there's no rules and people fans are getting their tits out and you know you yeah, don't yeah. have to do it like that. But in those days, listening to those wrestlers, what they say every single time they get asked about that that period is it was done months in advance. Yeah, Austin knew he was coming in in a beer truck, mm. mom, a couple of months in advance. So and they would go through it and we go right. So here, here's the next six months of shit, and we can really build up to something and make people want to watch. Whereas at the moment, nobody wants to fucking watch. The only long term storyline they've got that I can see as an outsider because I'm not watching it is the Roman Reigns thing, and that is the only engaging part of the show for me mm. is the Roman Reigns thing. I think Roman Reigns is doing gangbusters for him yep. at the moment. I think the Usos are going to be great doing their whole you know whatever whatever we need to do should we turn on them because obviously you know if this leads up to the rock at wrestlemania what a great six months yeah and that's exactly what i'm talking about but they can't they could do that so so many times down the card Mm. you know you could be at wrestlemania you could be like holy shit the new day's going against retribution for the tag team titles and the last six months retribution's cut fucking Xavier's power so he can't play his games you know it's not hard yeah. this is just things I'm thinking of at the top of my fucking head yeah 
you know, it's not hard to put something in place where you think, oh, I wonder where that's going. Absolutely. And you literally, if it was me, I'd be like, right, I need four things from you, writers, you 20 fucking writers, who, 20 writers, fuck's sake. You know, I need four things. It's April, right? We've just had WrestleMania. I want four things from you for next year's WrestleMania. Mm. And we're going to meet this time. In a, I'm, giving, I'm going to give you, as long with all, of all your other tasks, I'm going to give you a month. And we do our we do our month after after Mania where it's shit and nobody and Randy Orton's the champion again. <laughs> yeah, we'll just we'll just throw him in. Yeah, I'll be fine. But I want four storylines that can go from November to WrestleMania, and we're one hundred percent doing them in that room. If we come up, if we change our mind on the fly, then we change it. We change it, but. We, I want four things to start in November and then we've got six months to tune them mm-hmm. and be like, right, November, this, 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 this. Yeah. And that's going to be your four main events of WrestleMania. Yeah. It seems like a no-brainer, doesn't it? Oh, but, but, yeah. but Vince it's... is obviously a maniac. I think it, I think what's happened is, because he, like you say, actually, it was all planned out. I think he's got into the habit of changing his mind on the fly. And now it's just the way he works. And I think it started small and it's just now the way that the show goes. Where he turns up two hours before the show, everyone thinks they're sorted. And then if he's like that for every show, no one can make any plans even for the week after. No. And he doesn't want them to... He probably asks people to and then he just shits all over it and does his own thing anyway. So it's like, what's the point? A lot of it as well, is, is especially around WrestleMania time, he puts too much stock in the returning wrestlers. Oh, yeah. So that your Goldbergs, your Brock Lesnar's, and you can't plan for them because you don't actually know if they're going to be there. Mm. So that's why they always come up with like a fucking plan like a month, you know, in advance. They just suddenly decide to turn it up again. Mm. It's really, it's really, it's an unenviable task for him and the writing team. Yeah. Because they don't know who's coming and who's going. So they don't know who is going to be around to do a six-month storyline with. So then if, you, if, you, if you're if you four months into a storyline with Roman Reigns and, you know, The Miz, let's say, and Brock Lesnar says he wants to come back, well, Brock Lesnar's not going to not go for a title. Yep. And The Undertaker's not going to be around anymore. So what the fuck, we've got to put Brock Lesnar in the title match. So I, I understand that part of it. But if, if the title, if the main two titles need to be taken up by returning superstars, then I want four long-running storylines that don't include the top two titles. Yeah. It's as easy as that. Absolutely, I know. And well, I want you to pitch me people and say, we, we think this person should do it. And I say, well, I think this person should do it. Well, that's a really good idea. Who do we think could be that underdog babyface that comes good at WrestleMania? Yeah. Who, who have we got? Right, Otis? Okay, well he's had he's had that moment. So who's next? Who's yeah. next on the list? Who we can turn from a complete loser into? It's not yeah. it's not fucking hard. No, I know, I know. But the problem is they've got too many too many cooks, and you know. But yeah, Survivor Series was an okay show, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. But there was nothing on the line, so it was like a episode of Raw. I agree. Like a crossover Raw versus SmackDown. Mm draft night type thing yeah so is that is that what you thought yeah yeah just just didn't really enjoy it that much it's tough really isn't it yeah. and the viewing figures for raw even though um that guy who they've got as like the gm 
mispronounced uh, McIntyre's name to McFart, apparently. No. How do you how do you how do you go from McIntyre to Mick McIntyre or something like wow. that? Like he and he corrected himself like straight away. But he's but he's now he's had to apologise and all sorts of shit. But yeah, that's the, that's the level you're dealing with, unfortunately. Um, but the viewing figures for Raw were like through the floor. Again, oh, yeah. it's not not a surprise. So Undertaker then. Oh God, I'm sorry, but I, I can't I can't watch someone retire multiple times. It's like you've had, you've got your carriage clock. We've shook your hand. Now fuck off to the golf course. For the third time, go. For not just the third time, having watched the documentary. Multiple times, he said. Oh, I'm hanging up the boots. Oh, Vince is calling. Oh, it's all coming back. Oh, no, it's got to be the end. Boy who cried wolf. Sick of him. I'm with you. I'm I, actually, I'm, I'm actually I know with I you. sound like really bitter and, and everyone's like, thank you, Taker. And mm. it was on the BBC News website oh, as the I top story. Well. Yeah. And it's like... I get it, but but I, but I also got it three years ago when he did it the first time. That was that it, I watched it in person. I was there. Yep. Take a drink. I was there, guys. I was there <laughs> at WrestleMania. Remember? <laughs> but like, I, I just I find it like, that aside. Yeah, I'm I'm with you with that. that so we can put that. Yeah, that, that aside. Yeah. So the whole like multiple retiring, <clears throat> and I still don't believe him. No, I don't either. I I believe he's re- retired the Undertaker. Yeah, well, we said that, didn't yeah. we? We said we thought. I don't. I'm, yeah. I'm sure Blim Biscuit's gonna come out at some point and start fucking rolling. Agree. Anyway, but wow, wasn't that really fucking weird? Something about it was just bizarre. To so we we discussed it at length, didn't we? Mm. Um, in that a Survivor Series with no crowd when he's retired at a mania he's had this big documentary that at the end of it he said oh I think that might be it and everyone went that's it so this big documentary symbolised the end yeah. time goes by and then then when they're on the verge of getting some Thunderdome thing that might potentially let people in because they're clearly thinking about letting people in for mania yep. they say alright Let's do your final farewell at Survivor Series when there's no cunt there. It just don't make any Survivor sense Series. To me. And yes, people will turn around and say, oh, but that's. He, he debuted on a fucking Survivor Series 30 years ago. Give a fuck. Give a fuck. What does that mean? mean he needed to do that at Mania or at the Royal Rumble. At the very, very, very least, the Royal Rumble. Because then he's obviously going to get the whole effect. If he has retired. And the Undertaker character or whatever, he's going to go into the Hall of Fame, he'll be the headliner, and he'll come out and maybe have his moment on stage, but won't be having that big entrance. I can't see him stood in that lineup just clapping, though, but maybe him and Michelle will be stood there. Maybe. Just, maybe. But I, I, I just found the timing a bit weird. The only thing that makes any sense to me is that they have to do this because he's doing the Hall of Fame stuff. So the thirtieth anniversary of of his of his debut was just a happy coincidence, mm. because somebody of that stature should not be retiring to thank you thank you take a chance that I piped in from Bruce Pritchard in the sound on the sound desk like shouldn't be, and that's yeah. why it's not going to be the end. Like anybody who thinks you're never ever going to see the Undertaker again, 
<clears throat> I mean, you know, loads of them are retired and they'll come back at Mania and Austin will hit a stunner yeah. and, you know, and all that kind of shit. He'll still do that kind of crap for the next five, ten years, probably. Mm. <clears throat> as long as he can still walk, he'll still do that. But I just found it really weird, like, the whole people coming out... Because I thought something was going to happen. Oh, yeah. I think everybody thought there was yeah. going to be an interruption and it may lead into the last match. The last match and it made, And it was, it's yeah. Brock Lesnar. Brock Lesnar beat him. Brock Lesnar comes out and Taker beats him. The end. Done. Which would be great. Yeah. But the but I don't I don't think they'd have... I mean, if anybody deserves to go out on a win, it's The Undertaker, in yeah. my opinion. Could have been Cena. It could be in anybody. Yeah. It could be fucking anybody. Fucking uh, Elias, whatever. You know. <laughs> Did cross my mind, Elias. Actually. Well, yeah. Talk about. It. I mean, you, you had a theory, didn't you, for getting somebody nuclear level heat? I thought that the Undertaker was going to be in the middle of maybe doing a, an emotional speech, and Eva Marie was going to come out, and I was like, that is one way to bring her back and make sure everybody can't stand her. Is <laughs> is a side question on that. Do you care that they want to bring Eva Marie back? I don't care if they bring back <clears throat> Stone Cold Steve Austin at this stage. I honestly don't care who they bring back because I think that the product is so... I thought for Austin. It's so low rent though, <laughs> isn't it? Like yeah. They'd have to really pull the socks up and do something special and I'm not sure. Right now, I don't think they've got it in them. The Roman Reigns stuff is great. Yeah. But you saw it's so top heavy, like in terms of, is that it? Is, are you only allowed to do one thing at a time? Yeah. And they are a bit like that. Well, they have been for a while. Yeah, they? they can do yeah. one thing really well and then everything else goes <clears throat> to absolute shit and no one's asked. Yeah. But... Uh, Eva Marie, okay, well, nobody really cares, do they? I mean, if if if, she, if it came out that she came back, it'd be like the the second to last nail, because it's yeah. just like why, like you know, it's just somebody else who can't you know fucking do anything but stand there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but anyway, but yeah, the Undertaker, I don't think that's a real retirement, regardless of the fact that nobody came out. Mm. I still think he'll do something at WrestleMania as the Undertaker. I don't think it'll be the last time. Because somebody like that, like we know he's a yes man from the from the documentary, and he'll do whatever Vince will tell him, because Vince on the day told him that the streak was going to finish on the fucking day. The, the 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 whole you know months and months of that match being a thing, mm. Undertaker was winning till on the day, and he even said, and he said this in an interview recently, you know once we do this, you can't go back, Vince streaks over then he's like yeah I know I know but I think this is the right time and whether or not it's the right time you know can be argued for and against from now till the end of time Mm. but we know you know we know he'll do whatever they tell him to which which is rare for that type of star because we know Goldberg is a constant pain in the ass to work with we know Brock doesn't give a shit and he'll just do whatever you tell him to but there's been loads of wrestlers the high the high Top wrestlers who have set refused straight up refused to do shit mm-hmm. because they don't think it's the right way to go. Whereas he hasn't. There's never been a story of him not doing something. Yeah. Because back in the day, if you get pitched that idea, oh, you're going to be the Undertaker, you'd probably think that's a bag of shit. And it's true. It's the same thing that Triple H says. Shawn Michaels says that gimmick given to anybody else will be would have been shite. But he was the one who made it. But you know. I if I was him, I would I would have been I would I would have felt a little bit aggrieved 
by that. Mm. That's the way you go out. You know, you, you, there's nobody there. You getting you get you're having to stop your promo because the piping in fake crowd noise mm-hmm. from probably WrestleMania 33 weekend that they've took that from. And you've got these old stars coming out um, to sort of wave goodbye type thing, and not one of them really has had a big time rivalry with him apart from two people that still work for the company in Triple H and Shawn Michaels mm-hmm. everybody else has been a bit part player I found the whole them all coming out and having an entrance fucking bizarre and Kane as well yeah, yeah it was bizarre like, why it was did a waste they all of get time. a walk out like we were just wasting time like at that point and I, I just thought it was fucking weird it's like why am I watching everybody's walk out the reason, the reason why this is so ridiculous, guys, is because the only time you do something like this is when there's a crowd to pop yeah. for everyone coming out and get them excited yeah. to see the Undertaker. But there's nobody there. No, it's just it's just so so weird and so silly. I don't know. I, I sound I, I really sound very negative, but I did find it just such a stupid thing. And I think yeah. it is because having sort of watched him leave the hat in the ring. And walk off. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's, it's like it's and, it's, and we're, we're yeah. three years down the line, three and a bit, three and a half years later, mm. he's retiring again. It's like fucking ridiculous. I just I find things like that. I know it sounds really dramatic, very unforgivable. When it's like, oh, we're just expected to just that didn't happen. It did happen. Yeah, yeah. It's not like fucking what is it Dallas where they wiped out a few seasons because the guy just woke up and he'd had a bad dream because they'd made a mistake. It's like, it's just fucking weird. I just find it really, really infuriating to retire that, oh, I'm not. I am. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to have a really, really, probably one of the worst matches of my career in Saudi Arabia. Mm -hmm. And then I'm going to do a documentary where I talk about retiring and everyone says, thank you, Taker, when that comes out because his parting thing is, I'm done now. Yeah. And then you're still not done. Oh, and that, but now I'm done. It's like, yeah. right, okay, no. I <laughs> just find it unforgivable. Go, if you go in, go. Yeah. And Vince, have some integrity and let yeah, it definitely. lie. Just Absolutely. let it fucking lie. Vince is the problem. Like, he, he is the issue. He's, you know, he's not. He's mad. Yeah, he absolutely is mad. He's absolutely mad. But yeah, I, I think the whole. Do that, you want that, drink, by Yeah, way? please. I think the whole show was building up to that Undertaker thing, and it was just him doing a very, very short promo, and and that was it. And it's tough because you know there would have been a big crowd there, and if it wasn't for COVID and stuff, but save it, you know, if he's just, you know, he's he's not got six months to live, hopefully not, you know, touch wood. Um, why rush that? And I think the only reason to rush it is so they can get him in for this year's. Hall of Fame, but it's like the Undertaker's a big enough star that you you wait for him. You don't you don't just do it because you've not got any other choice for Hall of Fame. Anyway, it's one of them, isn't it? It's one of them. But yeah, for, but unfortunately, guys, from one negative thing to another, so more WWE bashing to come. Speaking of Saudi Arabia, segue. WWE confirms. Thirty-nine million class action lawsuit settlement. Um, so this is basically a suit that was against WWE executives, including Vince, uh, Triple H, Stephanie, and a few others that have got uh, high um, shareholdings. Uh, that they deceived investors over business dealings in Saudi Arabia, inflating the company stock and selling more than one hundred and twenty million, one hundred twenty-eight. Sorry. 
Christ, can't even read it. 280. Not even wow, close. Oh, Christ. 280 million worth of shares at fraudulently inflated prices. Uh, the suit that was filed in March uh, was consolidated by six different law firms acting on behalf of the people who bought the shares and alleged that WWE officials failed to disclose how the business arrangements with Saudi Arabia for Middle East TV deals and live shows had not been uh, consummated. Um, so they basically said, so so it's not so much the, the live show inside of it, even though they did inflate that figure, it's the fact that they said the main part part of it which has made them have to pay out is that they said they had a Middle East TV deal when they didn't. Oh wow, okay. <sighs> which then led to their stock rising. It's just a, it's just another we we we're sort of talking about this and we might as well throw the Selena Vega thing in here as well of like the the, re, the reason why she got fired and the fact that she um, set up an OnlyFans account even though she was told categorically not to. Um, everything that seems to be coming out at WWE at the moment is just a little bit negative. Mm. Like the whole mood around the place to me seems like it's on the way out, even though it's not. You know, I mean, it's like you think. You know, it might be on the verge of. Yeah, well, what one of the one of the things we were talking about with the Undertaker and my wild Undertaker theory of why it's happening now is that we've been talking about it for ages that we think Vince is going to sell the WWE or like offload all these shares and sell to some other person and it's like is Undertaker getting out before Vince does it's like I'll go I'll go if you're going I'm going we go together sort of thing yeah. because you know we the Undertaker's like the love of his life isn't it Vince yeah. so it's like I want to be here as the owner of the business when you actually retire and I'm going and there is a lot of things like inflating stock prices is what you do when you when go you sell, sell yeah. something you want to make your company look as big as possible because you want the biggest price it's not to get people to just buy more shares or like to be able to sell shares it's to sell the company that's why people do it that's why companies hire big teams and then fire them as soon as they you know as soon as there's a buyout because they make the business look bigger it's like we employ mm. 70 staff and then they sell, and then half of them get shedded because they were never needed in the first place. Yeah. They were just needed to look big. And it's like, that's this <coughs> share price thing, I think, is the inflation thing. I just think it's... I just think they're gearing for a sale. I really, really do. It, it seems to be going that way, and I've seen loads of things of, like, are they selling? You know, Triple H has dropped a load of stock, Stephanie's dropped a load yeah. of stock, Vince has dropped a load of stock in the last two years. And it's just like... You know, it, it all. I think it all seems to be pointing in that direction. But for the, the Selena Vega thing to be escorted off the premises, mm. and when she asked to speak to Vince, they said he, Vince doesn't want to speak to you. Crazy. I just think it's weird. It's too much. And now Alistair Black's being held off shows, and it's just everything that seems to come out of that place at the moment is just bad publicity mm. for me. Because that the, the Saudi Arabia thing and inflating the prices is so needless. Because like, well, it seems like such a stupid thing to do because it's so transparent. If someone just looks into it, if you've got a serious investor who's looking to buy, they're gonna look into it. That's what due diligence is. So like, yeah. anyone anyone who even buys shares at such a high level will have someone. Does these need changing? Well, no, no, it's fine. Right. Obviously not, though, because that's why they've had to give out 30, 39 million 
because they, they bought it on face value. Oh, yeah. So people aren't people aren't looking, looking into, into it, it that much. But, you know, I think it was one of them... Well, they probably are, but they're only... They're being shown what WWE is, is mm. showing them. You know, so they can only see what they're being told and they're being told yeah. wrong information. Because they've done loads of things this week. They filed... Um, I mean, you, I wouldn't necessarily say that this is a bad thing because they always would do. But they, they filed trademarks for Dean Ambrose this week. Just yeah. to keep hold of that, and you know, it's it all. It's all just a little bit weird. I think. Yeah, it's. I think that the this year with lockdown and everything has completely exposed them. It's like being like caught with your knickers down, whereas before with all the live shows, it all disguised it. They're on tour. They're doing this. They're doing yeah. that. Mania. Woo! Fireworks. You know, like they're in the UK, they're in Europe, blah, 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 they're going to Australia. Yeah. It's all very distracting. It's all a big, you know, the, the big pomp and circumstance of it. But now, this year, because they couldn't do any of that, suddenly it feels, it does feel like open season. Do you think you that's what it everything. is? Do you, do you think it's, it's, it's not just the fact that you can see everything, but that, you know, it's like a snowball effect? So one bad story leads to ten. Yeah. And so I is think... it is it a bit like you know the the rag sheets and the wrestling kind of media, which there isn't such a thing, but mm. you know it's a, it, they're an easy target at the moment. Yeah, I definitely do, and I think that this is pro- this is probably the first real challenge that Vince McMahon's faced as a businessman for a long time. I'm sure he's like had some years that have been shit, and then they've been better and all that crap, but. I think it's where you start to really see that businessman come out. Yeah. And some of the decisions that get made <laughs> are questionable at best. Yeah, because it's, it's, at the moment, the show's not even, you know, when we were, because we did say, like, you know, I don't know when, when it was, maybe a year ago on the show, that looking back to when we started doing the podcast to now mm. it's an indistinguishable product as far as quality like it's a lot higher quality but it feels like it's going back to that old kind of mentality because I think NXT gave it a, sh- a much needed shot in the arm mm. with everybody that's come through NXT but now that seems to be stagnating in a little bit and because you've got more competition now mm. you know we're seeing people like Leo Rush you know, disappear off somebody who was on Raw pretty much every week, disappear and then pop up in New Japan. Yeah, and that kind of thing. So it's like there's there's so much more with with the, with the whole introduction of AEW. There's so much more opportunity. So now, why would you put up with the shit? Mm. Like it just doesn't make any sense. Because like someone like Selena Vega, we've said this before, she'll be fine. Yeah, you know she she's got a twitch. AEW might come knocking. They might not. Who knows? But it just seems at the moment like that's not the if you were if you wanted to be somewhere, that's not the place no. for you. No, and I think more wrestlers now and I think we've said this before, where if you're an up and coming wrestler or you're just starting out, it's totally different to say ten years ago where it was like the pinnacle, really. You know, if you didn't go to Japan, I mean yeah. your idea you know, you your dream would probably be to do Japan maybe trying a bit there and then it's WWE or bust it's nothing if, if you're not in WWE 
you've you've fucked it really yeah. yeah there's still impact and there's ring of honor and it's all great but everyone had wwe they're the best they're the best yeah. that's where i want to go that's my dream and you know fast forward to now and it's not a case of oh just because there's aew people aren't thinking that yeah. i think that people are actively put off by wwe because i've seen how people have come up through nxt and got completely burnt yeah some of them fired through yep. no fault of their own, from doing really well, really good work, really well liked, massively over in NXT, to then being absolutely buried on the main roster. It starts to not become a dream anymore. No. Because you're like, okay, I'll end up in the NXT thing. If I ever even get out of the little fucking performance bit and actually get on the TV, have I even got a career? Yeah. Because I don't look like The Rock, so... I'm probably fucked in WWE. Even if I yeah. got there, I'd be fucked probably. And then I'm back on the indies for the rest of my life. So why don't I just stay on the indies? Why don't I? Yeah. Maybe maybe why don't I aim for somewhere like AEW? Why don't I go to Japan and just mm-hmm. stay in Japan and earn yeah. a shitload of money? Like Osprey. Yeah. Because like, Osprey's been contacted numerous times off WWE and AEW. I'm not surprised. And, he, and he's not having any of it. Like why would you? You know, you're looking down the. the a, 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 one of the main events against Okada yeah. at, the, at, the, at the Tokyo Dome. Like, why would you go to NXT? So this is why it's so baffling now. And I know it's you know it's easy for me to say as somebody who's kind of come into the, the New Japan game late, but I've always known of them, I've always watched them, so it's not... I'm just more into it now on a weekly basis rather than, say, you know, three or four times a year. The, the amount of respect they seem to have still for Nakamura in mm. particular in New Japan yeah and you know Bala it's it's really hard to think so when when you're in that position and obviously Bala and Nakamura have done reasonably well Bala's probably been you know done a, a hell of a lot better than the Nakamura has and it is tough for me to watch because I've you know ever since seeing him debut I was really high on Nakamura and now, like to see him be involved in a kickoff show battle royal is depressing <laughs> to mm. some degree because it's like, you know, he's, I see him as a big as a big money drawer if you give him like the opportunity to. But like seeing people like that leave that New Japan setting where it is, you know, series and tournaments mm. and and touring all around Japan, where the you know they're doing tiny little venues, but then for the pay per view one, it's in an arena, and then for, obviously for Wrestle Kingdom, it's fifty thousand seats. Yeah, and then everything from like last year where they were selling out Madison Square Garden, yeah, with ROH. But we know we you know from watching that show, we know who people were there to see. You know they weren't there to see the ROH people because they hardly got a reaction apart from the title match. Yeah, true. Um. So it's 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 really hard to to think about you know when you're in that situation. If say if you're somebody like Takahashi, who's you know the go ace guy, the, the you know the the possibly the top of that company, the mm. Okada and and even even somebody that you think WWE would kill for, yeah, um, like Killswitch, uh, no, it's a Switchblade. Sorry, <laughs> you. Why would you do it? Like so, so if 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 they would do that, and any one of them three, if they want to be in WWE, mm. they're gonna go through NXT because Nakamura was at that level. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you go from that um, that kind of level of you know selling out a, a Tokyo Dome, you know if you're somebody like Jay White, 
who's the you know he's, he's I think he's New, New Zealand or Australian um, not let me just find that out because that's really bad New Zealand he, he is the guy that you look at and you think right he's a very good in ring wrestler he's a very good heel he mm-hmm. can talk well and he looks great WWE should be snapping the guy's arm off mm. but if you're him why would you go like why would you bother you're the leader of the Bullet Club, and this goes for Styles. I mean, Styles is a bit of a different anomaly because you know he went straight in yeah. to the Royal Rumble. But you look at Balor and you look at Nakamura, and you just think, why? And and you know he wasn't New Japan. Well, he is now, but he wasn't at the time. But Kenta, mm. you know, the whole thing with Kenta of like CM Punk uses his move, yeah, and then he goes to WWE and does reasonably well, but then gets an injury and gets forgotten about. Mm-hmm. But he's now doing gangbusters back with New Japan again. Why the fuck would you bother? Well, who was the last big signing they made? WWE. I mean, like, I'm, I'm like someone of the level of, but like, stars. As in a star. Yeah. Who was the last? Already. Already, but not because they'd been at WWE before. Who was the I think, last? I think one? Styles has got to be the last one I can think of. Maybe Samoa Joe. But that's the problem though Samoa Joe is great but he ain't a superstar no he isn't your champion I'm so, not saying that I don't think he could be a WWE champion I absolutely could do but he's not your star Adam Cole do you suppose Adam Cole might be the last one that is of that of that level where people know who he is when he gets there he debuts yeah. and everyone's doing the Adam Cole baby thing but he goes through NXT yeah, but so, that's the, the, my yeah. point being that it slowed to a steady stop when they signed all those people like um, Nakamura and Deo and you know like the Owens Zayn. Yeah, yeah, it was a different. It was exciting. Like yeah. NXT was like amazing. It was running the show. Yeah, and people who were going up weren't being buried yet. No. So it was like, it all felt quite hopeful and it was really sad to see him go as an NXT fan, but you were still on that thing of like, oh, I can't really tell if they're doing anything with Sami Zayn. Maybe they are, maybe they're not, I don't know. But it was, ever since that whole like really obvious burying has happened, it's just become less of an attractive place to go and be, to me. Like, I just don't think that they've signed many people and they were on a run. They were on a run of signing huge, huge, names, huge stars, yeah. and it's not happening now. Yeah, because to get Prince Devitt and Kenta and Zayn and Owens and all these people that I didn't know of at the time, really, apart from a little bit with with um, Devitt through ICW um, and New Japan, mm-hmm. just because his entrances were cool, and you'd kind of watch him for that reason and be like, "Oh God, this guy's great in the ring." There's nobody that the signing. From Matt, outside of things, Matt Riddle, maybe the last, the uh, last one that's like an indie known wrestler. that we that we knew of. Yeah, yeah, but but still, Matt Riddle's not your, not your WWE champion level yet. No. Maybe he will be at some point. I think Adam Cole's probably the last one where he could have at the time, if there was AEW, if there was you know, if all the other options were open as big as they are, because even Impact's bigger than it was six months ago, mm. just from the additions of like Gallows and Anderson and oh, yeah. Eric Young going back and EC3 going back and the fact that it's becoming more of a loose industry. Mm. So AEW and Impact are kind of seems to be adopting the same model of if you want to go somewhere else as well, 
That's absolutely which fine. Is ideal. But it's just a lot of people, you're not telling me that the people, I know that a lot of them got sacked and they didn't have a choice. Yeah. But I think that a lot of people who've made that move to go to AEW, to go to Impact, I've wanted it. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Or, have, you, you know, a lot of them have wanted to go. And you would, you know, like a few years ago, you wouldn't think anyone would choose. You, people who left, like the, um, oh my God, want to say CJ Parker? Yep, on his own volition. Yep. He left of his own volition and we said, what an idiot. We Even did. though we weren't doing anything, we were like, well, that's the end of him then, never see him again. You know, because at the time... That was the most stupid decision you could ever make. Yeah. And we were happy for him. So like, oh, he'll go and do it. He'll be back. That was the thing we said. He'll be back. They'll have him back. He'll build his star up on the indies and he'll have him and he might become a star. Yeah, look at him now. I know. And it's like, that was the that was the thought process. Whereas now when people leave, you're like, oh, thank God. Good for you. You're free. You're I... free and you can go and make some decent money and you can go and do some proper wrestling. See, this is the thing. Because like, I saw today like an interview with Moxley. And I think it was one of those like inside the ropes type things from like a year ago or something. When he was saying about leaving WWE, and he's like, "God, you're gonna, you're making me go here, aren't you? You're gonna make me leave all this money because I want the fu- I want the money, mm. but that you're just doing nothing. Can I just have one promo or one storyline that doesn't make me look completely stupid?" But then he was saying about like when, when it was when it was counting down and he wasn't going to do the legal shit and he was just going to ride his contract out and keep it all really civil. He was, he was getting really excited because he was training with Joey Mercury, who I think was doing ROH at the time. Mm. And he was they, he was saying to him like he was selling out Madison Square Garden with New Japan and there's, there's all this like really cool, interesting shit. It comes down to that FTR interview. It's like. How much money do you want? Like, mm. you need this much. Yeah. But how much do you want? Like, you know, do you want millions a year or do you want a million a year? Mm. Just do it. Because if you're the top of, you know, you tell me that FTR aren't getting paid a lot of money from being in AEW. They absolutely are. You know, that's why they've gone in at the top. That's why they've, they're, mm-hmm. they're, they were the champions for a bit. Absolutely, without a shadow of a doubt. They got they're getting paid a lot of money to be in AEW, but it's no way near the level of money that they will be getting paid in WWE to just sit there and do fuck all. I know. And in it in it mad. Oh, it is thing. mad. It yeah. is mad. But it is probably the last place that I'd want to see a good wrestler is WWE now. It's like if you really want to wrestle, if you're an ex football star or a failed actress or a failed model or a failed gymnast, failed cheerleader or you've aged out of cheerleading, then it's perfect. It's Absolutely. wonderful. It's one. If you've aged out of your industry or you weren't good enough to make it, it's perfect. If you're a wrestler and you want to wrestle, don't even think about it no. <laughs> because it's pointless. You will spend all your t- all your time on the road when they're actually live and none of it in the ring. Yeah, definitely. I, I So the conversations that we've had now have, have gone from... You know, who would you want to see in WWE? So, yeah. who do you want to see leave? Absolutely. Because I've got a list a mile long mm. who, who I would who I would love to see get the fuck out of there. Because yeah. they're not doing anything with Owens. No. And Owens is one of my favourites as well. Like For me, the main three are Owens, Balor, 
or four. Well, let's, let's, well, if I keep doing this, the list will get to ten. But the main, let's say, the main four. If yeah. I could only pick four mm-hmm. from my my own personal point of view, whether or not I think they draw money or not is another thing. It'd be Owens. It'd be Bala. It'll be Nakamura and Cole. Yeah. All, all four of them, I can see doing fucking ridiculously good shit outside of WWE. Whether it's for AEW, whether it's for New Japan, whether it's for ROH, whether it's for Impact. You know, if all four of them, maybe Nakamura goes to New Japan with Bala. Mm-hmm. So Bala and Nakamura go back to Japan. Um, Cole and Owens goes to Impact. I'd start watching Impact. Yeah. Because they've already got Gallows Anderson, who, who I am watching highlights of. You know, so it's so I'm dipping the toe in the water of watching their actual show. Yeah. But you know, I've still got that thing of the pay per view they did a few months ago, where you know your, your Impact title match had Tommy Dreamer in it, and it's like, well, okay, you know, I'm sure he's great on the card, but as your champion, maybe not. But I don't think he won anyway, so it's a moot point. Um, but yeah, it's 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 tough at the moment to get anything positive going for WWE I think a few positive things could come up obviously we, we you know we'll start uh, running down to the Wrestlemania season so that's mm-hmm. when things start getting shook up um, yes because we are in silly season silly yeah. season exists from the end of Mania to Royal Rumble it's it's just you might as well just shut the show down and just start up again at Rumble because it's like it's all just yeah. shit yeah it's mad meaningless crap at the yeah. moment um Ricochet was in that battle royal though. Was he? Yeah, yeah. He did a he did a little springboard kick and then got eliminated. Talk about someone who made a mistake. Oh, big time! Because he was he was Christ. he was demanding some decent money as well on the Indies. I so bet he, had, he was. He had Lucha Underground. He had New Japan, and he was doing some stuff for ROH. Turned up every now and again for ICW. Yeah, and he's just getting I mean, wasted. Oh, just sat there collecting his paycheck, doing jack shit. Talk it's about like, a wasted like talent. End of uh, is it end of dodgeball where Ben Stiller's character's on the couch fat eating yeah. chicken. That'll be ricochet that in a few months. Just sat at home while everyone else is wrestling because he won't can't get booked on his own fucking show. Yeah, absolutely mental. I mean, he's another one. Like again, the list goes on. And it on. does. If you start thinking about it, there's a lot of people you'd extract and get, yeah. and not not like like you say, not necessarily for AEW. You just disperse them onto the indies yeah, yeah. and just let them move around and. Yeah get some money and actually do some bloody work and they probably the, the thing is is they probably wouldn't make more money they'd probably make less money mm. but the thing with, with wrestling is, is it's a finite amount of time especially if you ricochet let's say ricochet's um in-ring offense is only going to be good maybe for another five ten years mm. and you really want to spend two of those years Sat waiting for your contract to run out. I oh know it's shit. Like I don't know, it's it's mad. But I mean, I can't because there's 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 people that I would I would like to see them stay there because I feel like they could do good stuff. So like Bray Wyatt, for instance. Mm. Bray Wyatt turns up. He can't be Bray Wyatt on AEW. So the Fiend shit is great. Roman Reigns, you know, as much as Jericho wants him and Tony Khan wants him and all that kind of stuff, I don't feel like Roman Reigns would add anything to He's a laugh, Dynamite. Right? Yeah, and certain it, one, certain some of them are like yeah. you can tell. And he's finally being given something. Yeah. So he's like, so that's great. You know, the New Day, great. Keep them on there. Seth Rollins, 
absolutely keep him on there. Not because, again, and this is not me saying, well, they're shit, so they should stay in WWE. It's like, no, they, they're the ones who... The ones who get the opportunities, mm. I think, are fine. Because when, when you're in a company that size, it's probably hard to, to distinguish between people who should get opportunities and then people that you've got. Because the, Al- the Alistair Black argument that I saw, um, that um, Dave Meltzer, the Oracle... Um, said that Alistair Black wasn't being kept off TV and in storylines because of the Selena Vega thing. It was just because people forgot he was there. Jesus. Now, I don't know what's worse. <laughs> you know, somebody of the quality of Alistair Black to be... I, I kind of hope it's it's more of a punishment for the Selena Vega thing rather than just forgot he was there I mean I bet but it oh my God. surprise me that oh, course, well of course it doesn't well, nothing surprises you with them no but yeah there's, I think there needs to be there needs to be another fucking company there need, somebody needs to set up another company a billionaire yeah that's just like do you know what I'm going to take some of these guys and just make a little not, not necessarily a billionaire just someone just, who's not going to suffer yeah, just like, you know, I'm going to set this company up, we're going to have a weekly TV show on a network somewhere, mm. and I'm going to handpick people, and there we go. And then there's another op- there's another opportunity for people to actually wrestle, mm. you know, if, you, if, if they're allowed to, not just sit in the back and just not do anything. Because that's the issue, because WWE is supposed to be the best product, supposed to have the best people. You know, if they had Kenny Omega, they'd be doing the same thing. Like, Omega might get the odd match, but would he be beating Roman Reigns for the title? No. Mm. You, you're out of your fucking mind if you're thinking he, uh, if they brought... Because this is the thing, like, when Cena was tweeting it or Instagramming a picture of Omega's face just before um, AJ Styles debuted at the Royal Rumble, everyone's like, oh, yeah, I'd love to see Kenny Omega in WWE. Love it. And at the time, I was like, yeah, I would love that as well. Mm. Fuck that. Any Anybody you like... Outside of WWE, you should be praying that they're not getting a contract sent to them. Absolutely. See, that's the that's the funny thing. It's changed now to the point where please don't go, don't go to WWE. And and you know how they work as well because I saw another thing today of Ricky Starks doing an interview, and Ricky Starks just did the open challenge thing against Cody, mm. and Starks was in WWE. Like he did, he did a tryout, and that Aaron Swallow guy's back, and he was on being the elite, so maybe he wasn't the mole. No, he must have been the mole. Apologies to him if he listens. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Don't he does anymore? No, but maybe maybe, because he did disappear for a bit, so he was the prime candidate. I wonder who it is. Maybe we should have a have a go back through Uh, the NXT reject. But yeah, so Starks did his match with Cody, and within an hour of it being televised. He was getting calls from WWE saying we want to bring you in, and and Eddie Kingston exactly the same. Of course, yeah. Within an hour, and it, and he said and he he actually said it really really well because he'd been around WWE for a bit anyway, mm. and then he you know obviously didn't get signed properly and was able to go and do the AEW thing, and he just said you know it's better to go with somebody who wants you instead of somebody who just is interested because somebody else is interested and it's like you know him Kingston you know I'm sure some of the others have been because there was one that the WWE have poached Mm. who did the the one with the British flag like the British Isles guy right Um, I I don't know what it was Um, what was that 
place he was from. Like I've got no idea. It's it's like an Isle of Man type thing, but right. not. But like it's near France sort of way. Okay. Um, like he's been poached by WWE, and it's it's like fucking hell, you know. They're still of that mindset, you know. Of course, yeah. You know, they're the biggest company; they can throw the money around. But why the fuck would you? I mean, if you're 19, maybe because you've got you've got enough time, or if you're you're at the level of AJ Styles where you can go and retire, mm-hmm. and you know you're never gonna get let go. Yeah, yeah. Then maybe, but fucking hell, like Nakamura, please. I, I, I it was months ago now, but I saw that Nakamura had actually signed a New Japan deal for when his WWE deal ran out. But that's all gone quiet. I know, so well, maybe he's just he just likes the money. He likes going for a surf. Yeah, getting thrown out of a battle royal and then <laughs> then going back and having another surf saves the knees, doesn't it? I suppose. Well, he'll still be able to walk in his later <laughs> life, and, and it's probably it's probably extended. This is pro- this hiatus has probably extended <laughs> Ricochet's career by about ten years. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ! I feel like we've done nothing but bash. <laughs> Can you see, like, so from from the way we are at the moment, Mm -hmm. so obviously you're very AEW, I'm AEW New Japan. Mm -hmm. Can you see a way back where you watch WWE on a weekly basis? Um, Yeah, I can actually. I can see a way back because I'm a massive hypocrite. So this has happened before. And I can can see them. I can see them winning, winning us back. And I don't think it takes an awful lot. It just takes a little bit of effort. Do you know what I mean? Like, it, yeah. it, and, and I know what effort looks like to me. To other people, they'll be putting in loads of effort, but not yeah, not, yeah. not to me. But um, I think it can happen. I just don't think it's anytime soon. I think they've got to get back to when they feel at their best, which is when they're touring. Because I just think this is this hasn't gone well this period of time right. I feel like AEW has adapted better and probably because there's less at stake there's less people involved you know it's a bit easier to to adapt to it I'm not talking about the look and feel but even that you know was fucking dog shit dog shit at the performance centre really bad it's more like it's I don't know it's just it's it's hurt their brand not to be touring and to be in those that small venue to start with for so long. Mm. I just, yeah, I just think they've suffered. But I think that yeah. there needs to be some changes. And I'd, I hate to say it, but I do think Vince McMahon's got to fucking go. I'd be intrigued. And that yes, that could be the death knell for the company. Because if someone else takes over and he really does exit, it yeah. could really go badly wrong. And it yeah. could just completely fall on its ass and he has been the secret source that has kept it alive he's like if we think it's shit now good god if he's not there it's terrible however i don't think that'll be the case i think if you've got someone new fresh coming at it and coming at it from a a totally different brand new perspective i I think it can be i think it can be a really great company again Mm. for the wrestling fans yeah but we'll see. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not holding out much hope. Like at the, at the moment, it's kind of like I'll watch a pay per view just to see what's kind of going on. Um, it is sad because you know everything that our podcast has kind of revolved around for the years we've been doing it has been WWE related, mm. and I do feel like we've had our attitude era. Yeah. Of like our like when 
yeah, obviously we were we were going during the attitude era. It's not like we're twelve, <laughs> but like as from doing the podcast side of things, it's like the the best. <laughs> kind of the best is is kind of come and gone. Yeah. So that and 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 I think that's why a little bit why we didn't do the podcast for a bit because mm. that whole lead up to the WrestleMania that we went to with the you know the how NXT was and you know going to London and watching it and that two day UK Championship thing which was amazing. Um, even though for some reason we didn't want to be there, <laughs> we had a bit of a t- torrid time to start with, didn't we? Yeah, and that, but the whole like progress and ICW time, where like the UK scene was kind of kicking off, mm. and it was like holy shit! So not only have we got WWE to watch, we can go and watch these UK indie shows that are sold out. You know, whether they're right, worse, all that or not is, a, is another story. But there's a lot of people there. You know, the first one that we went to, CCK, turned out, came out through, and it was a, a, the loudest pop I've heard outside of a WWE arena show. Um, I just remember that. Like, who's that? Who's that? Yeah, well, we both said it to each other at the same time. It was like, some guy's it's a big got deal. A, some guy's got a dog mask on. You know. <laughs> but I think there's. It's always going to change, and you're always, you, your tastes are going to change in what is what you're looking for out of it. And I do think we, we peaked with the NXT Blackpool, NXT London. Yeah, that was At amazing. That period of time yeah. was just so amazing. Like, it was just the best time to be a wrestling fan because it was it felt small, it was growing, it was the underdog, and yet it was WWE. As well, yeah. But we, because we'd stopped doing Raws and Smackdowns oh, a long time. Like we, we did that. I think that last one we got like twenty quid tickets on the night. Was that before the Raw that we went to with that Taker was on? Yes. No, that was after. That was after it. The Raw we went to with. Oh no, you mean in Manchester? Yeah, yeah. I was thinking of the London one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. But I think it, it was a similar time, I yeah, think. Yeah, we, we kind of, like, the main show, we completely ditched it for NXT. Yeah. So we were never really that asked about them. You know, we used to rag on that anyway, because we always pitted it against NXT. Well, now it's AEW against it and New Japan against it, so it never stood a chance with us. We what didn't float our boat then because yeah. NXT floated our boat. Yeah. So it's never been our show no, but we'll still not. dip in and watch it. We watch that entire pay per view, so we'll still keep doing that. I yeah. watch Royal Rumble because I love that. Yeah, I like Royal Rumble. Yeah, always and watch Mania. WrestleMania yeah. would always be somewhere worth watching. Um, do you do you think we can get back to that level of fandom though with AEW? You mean like where we want to go and watch them? What do you mean? Yeah, where we'll move kind of heaven and earth to to watch it. Because I saw an interview today, you know, with the with the um, the Young Bucks promoting their book. Yeah. Um, which I'm, I'm half, I was half inclined to to see what that was about, and then they said, you know, you know, you're gonna learn about our childhood, and you know, the, the 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 worst thing for me for somebody who's you know, for a biography is your childhood. Like I couldn't care less. Me I just want, I just want to hear amazing stories, which is why Jericho's is probably so good. And I've never read a Jericho one, mm. but it's probably worth picking up. Just sort of the stories about the, the yeah, matches. A couple of ones in, because I bet he harks on about his childhood in the first one. Or yeah, well, yeah, fuck the first one. Um, but yeah, like Springsteen's biography, for example, kind of has a, has a few chapters on his childhood, but then gets straight into him making music yeah, that's and cool. starting bands and stuff. And that's what you want, you know, or that's what I want out Me of the biography. Too. I don't need to know what um, it was like growing up. Yeah. I hate the kids' bits. Yeah. When I was reading the, uh, on a side note, I was reading Steve, well, listening to the Steve Coogan one. 
it starts off with him as an actor so I'm like oh brilliant we've, we've skipped it we've cut it out and then he goes back yeah. halfway through the book and goes through his whole childhood it's like oh my god it's because you have to it's so boring I mean those <laughs> things are normally about 200 pages and it's got 100 pages of somebody's childhood they have to pad it oh, out it's so boring who cares nobody's bothered about you as a kid it's when they it's when they turn around and say um, you know, like if it's a wrestling one so they turn around and go yeah I was forever watching wrestling and 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 doing like wrestling moves on my friends so i always knew i was yeah. going to be a wrestler it's like mate we all we did all that did, yeah. don't say that you <coughs> knew you were destined because we were all destined at that yeah, age to yeah. be a wrestler yeah. or an actor or a pop star it's like fuck off with you fucking i i just thought it and i became it it's like, yeah fuck you well the main so the main point for it was that they said they, they were devastated about um the fact that they, they couldn't do a UK show. Okay. Because Tony Khan is apparently freaking out about how good the ITV viewing figures are. <laughs> uh, and they were in a group, like, email chain. That was literally just Tony Khan just freaking out, That's going, so this, funny. this is big. I mean, it, it, again, to ground you, Mr. Khan, you're on a free TV channel, WWE are on a paid cable channel. So just pumping the brakes a little bit. But they are getting better views than WWE are, which mm. is hilarious in its own right. Um, but they were saying about that they couldn't do a UK show and they were devastated because they were supposed to be doing uh, Fight for the Fallen in the in Wembley SEC or something. Uh, yes, the, the, the arena that NXT London was in. No, I'm okay for a drink. Um, so they were supposed to be doing that. Um, and then they said what Tony Khan really wants to do... <laughs> Is one in Craven Cottage. In where? Craven Cottage. Where's that? Fulham's football ground. Oh fuck me! <laughs> which is which would be fucking amazing. And they were like, "Yeah, we're definitely going to do that at some point because Tony Khan's got it in his head." That's hilarious. So I mean, I would move in the same similar way that we've done with the NXT UK show at Albert Hall, yeah. NXT London, Blackpool. I would move heaven and earth for us to be in that that stadium. I would. I think if it's in the UK, 100%. Yeah. I think the idea of going to America, unless it was in an amazing place of the States, yeah. I probably wouldn't be inclined. No. It, well, I, it depends, actually, because if they've not got the... You know, say they're doing... Um, uh, Daly's Place is the side arena. But what's what's that, what's that stadium called? The Jacksonville Jaguar Stadium. If they were doing that, we could do that for pretty cheap. Because we could fly to Florida for under a grand, and then what? The tickets are fifty dollars to sit in the back row. Yeah, but then there's Disneyland. That's the problem. Yeah, but that would be better because because <laughs> that would be better though. Because if you if you're going to WrestleMania, which is costing you fucking shitloads for all the shows, yeah. even the travel packages, you're looking at two or three grand each mm-hmm. to do that. If you go, if you fly there and you just go to that one show, that's true. Yeah. And maybe a dynamite taping, and then you've got two weeks in Disney. You know, it's going to cost half of what WrestleMania costs. That's true, that's so, true. So you never know. Yeah, if, you've if, won me round. You've taught me into it. <laughs> Let's go, when we're going? <laughs> as soon as, as, soon as me, COVID stops killing me people. Mini Mouse ears are there on top of the bookshelf waiting to go. Ready me. So, are you going to take them to Japan? Um, We've not said we're going to Japan. Have we? Have we not? No. I'm sure we have. I don't think we have. Because I think I, I... I'm sure we've not. Have we, I'm sure we've said... Wrestle Kingdom 2022. 
is as good as booked. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going WrestleMania, WrestleMania Kingdom. WrestleMania Kingdom. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, it is WrestleMania Kingdom. No, we are. 20, January 2022 is is uh, New Japan. Touring around Japan. Disney. Universal. Dis- Universal all, Japan, guys. All, Can you believe all that, it? All that shit. They've got a Super Mario World. Fuck me. I'm so excited. Well, that's a good thing to look forward to. Yes. Um, and I'm really looking to because hopefully uh, Wrestle Kingdom at that time will be non-social distanced mm-hmm. and will have outside talent as well which is what I think uh, Ted was sort of saying this year with the G1 and I do feel like the Super Juniors have you know, they've tagged the Super Juniors onto this World Tag League thing which I think is a great idea I think the way they do these series and these pay-per-views is a really good way of promoting it because it's never one thing mm. you know you're not just getting repetitive 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 things you know you've got you've had your title match for the you know for um power struggle had your title match yeah. and had, uh, the case match <laughs> with jay white obviously took off in ibushi um but then you've got the world tag league so so they're so champions are exempt so they can't be in it mm-hmm. if you're a champion you can't be in it like your main champions um but then, you know, Super Juniors just being tagged onto it is because they can't get those people mm-hmm. on it. And I know they're trying to do the USA thing with the Strong, but I tried to watch New Japan Strong and it was hard to watch. But Darren Young is on New Japan Strong, which is really cool to see. And he had a really good match as well with um, Chase Owens, who's part of the Bullet Club. Mm. Um, but did yeah. Darren Young get sacked or did he leave? I don't know. I think he just got released. Did he? Yeah, I think he just got After released. He came out. Yeah, yeah. Timing was impeccable. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, that's that's something to look forward to. But yeah, I think I think if AEW put a show on in the UK, I would be really like desperate to go. Yeah, more I, desperate I would, like... than I would be to um, get a PS Five. <gasps> well, well, well. <laughs> Which I'm fucking losing my mind about. Anybody got one? Anyone been able? I mean, I've not don't, really tried. Don't ask them because they'll just it'll just make you sick if someone answers you and goes, "Yeah." Well, I've, I've got seen one. my friends list, and there's like half the friends list are all fucking playing on it. It's like, well, I didn't. I've only got myself to blame because I didn't try, and I've not got three grand to buy one off eBay. So, <laughs> yeah. My own fault. I'll I'll wait till March, which is apparently the next. The, the, March is apparently the time where you'll not have to scramble. For yeah, that. yeah. Because I can't be asked sitting there for eight hours refreshing a screen. Because I got an email from Amazon saying, "Oh, we're going to have more stock. It's going to go on sale at twelve o'clock the next day." And from like getting tickets and stuff, mm. you know, I was on five minutes before, refreshed it, refreshed it, refreshed it. Oh, it said sold out. Okay, and then three hours later, I got an email saying they're all gone. And I was like, what? So if I just kept refreshing it, I might have got one. Uh, whatever. I signed up to get an alert from Argos when they've next got... Argos. When they've Christ. next got uh, shit in. They, they said they'd email me. Yeah. But I'm sure they'll all be gone by the time I click through that Who cares? email. Who cares? It's one of them, isn't it? Um, yes. But yeah, I think I, think I, w- I would really... Uh, mm-hmm. Especially something of that size, you know, if you're in a stadium. Yes. Yeah. Because I, I don't know what the, the capacity of Craven Cottage is. I'm sure it's in the 20s. That's fucking crazy, that. But it's there, again, it's the same as the Jacksonville Jaguar shit. It's their ground. I know. Well, they might as well if they're yeah. going to do it. Absolutely. Right there. Fulham. Fulham, yeah. Craven Cottage of London. Okay. Craven Fulham. Cottage. Cottage? Cottage. 
have a look at nearby hotels. <laughs> no, can't be bothered <laughs> with that. Oh, yeah, fucking hell, the record attendance is nearly 50,000. Shit! Or was that that's in 1938, though? Oh, fucking hell! Uh, so it's 25, over, over 25,000 all-seater, so you could probably maybe get a 30,000 attendance for a for a show, like if you're having yeah. some, some ground seating and then have maybe a quarter of the ground sort of... They'd, they'd definitely do it. Yeah, well, the, the the thing the Young Bucks were saying is like they had a meeting with Khan after doing a show at the York Hall for ROH. Yeah. And he picked them up in a in a, um, a limo and drove them to Craven Cottage. Really? And they were there and they were stood there and going, right, we put a ring there. <laughs> like, he just, he sounds like... yeah, he's excited. Yeah. He's excited. Yeah. There was that, I know like this is random and I've probably quoted it before, but it's one of those quotes that always sticks in my head of that Anna Wintour quote from September issue film where editor of Vogue in case you don't know um, she said I'll quit this job when I start getting angry yeah and I thought it was such a re- it's really because when you know when you're doing a job and you get angry you know it's time to go if everything makes you angry yeah and I think Vince is at that stage I think he's long past that stage yeah yeah like I just think it, it pisses him off where Tony Khan obviously he's got a lot of money to play with that's always less pressure on you but he's got that enthusiasm because he hasn't been through the mill yet. He'll get angry one day and he'll have had enough and he'll mm. call it a day. But I think you've got to know when to call it a day. Yeah. And you've got to get somebody in who's thrilled to be there and he's bursting with ideas and ideas that don't fuck with people. Ideas that are actually, you know, like good ideas and mm. lift people up. Yeah. And if you sign someone you're signing them to do something with them, not just to take them off the market so nobody else can use them, which is where WWE is at the moment, by ringing up people like Eddie Kingston. The only reason they did that is so that he's not on anything else because he's too good. Yeah. They don't want to use him. They don't want to make him a champion. They just want him off the market. Yeah. That's why they, they desperately want to keep people. It's just fucking crap. They just, anyway, that's just me yeah. going back to WWE, slagging them off. But, um, <laughs> everything leads back to, it to does. Vince. It does. Um, I've got a thing with the, the top flight signing on here as well. So top flight tag team that went against the uh, Young Bucks. I was really impressed by them. 21 mm. and 19. Uh, very technically accomplished straight away. Um, I think that's a really good signing, and I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing more of them too. I'm sure WWE were on the phone. I'm sure they were on the phone, <laughs> but they are, they, they, the tweet's gone out. It says they're all elite, so fuck you, WWE. So um, that's the last thing I'll say, I promise. No, it won't. No, it, won't, it definitely won't be the last thing I say. They, well, they 100% would have been on the phone to them because they've rung everybody. The Thunder Rosa was in talks with them as well. Like, Literally everybody that's been on AEW that hasn't been signed. I like to think it's Vince making those calls and sat there in his office watching it. Hey, it's half thunder. <laughs> How about you come in? We change your name. <laughs> Get rid of that fucking paint. We're gonna call you the Mexican princess. <laughs> oh Christ! Oh God! You it's... just know it though, don't yeah, you? Yeah, you do. You do. Uh, anyway, anyway, um, should we do one hundred and one? Yeah feels like it's been quite quick this i didn't realize we were at 101 i mean there's not really t- anything else that i've got to um to go through is there anything else that you can think of no apart from the crazy well the man who tweeted about aw i i'm not 
I don't really want to talk about that guy, if I'm honest. Yeah. If anyone's seen it, it's somebody who got sacked or whatever, who, who said he was being bullied, but it turned out that he was actually one of the biggest creeps I've ever seen. Um, so, yeah, I, I don't want to give that guy any airtime, yeah. even to the five people who listen to this. <laughs> I'm joking, right. obviously. Room 101, you go first. Okay, because you, you know mine, but I don't know yours. Correct. My Room 101 for this week, and we've actually got... Um, one sent to us as well. Apologies if, I, if I've missed one because I think we've had a few sent through, but the, I'm trying to find them in this because uh, we like everything. Like I, I need to just start just liking the ones that we're going to read out. Oh, so we can't do that though because it's mean. I know it's. I like mean. what everyone says to us. I know, me too, me too, and I do genuinely like it. So it's, it, but it's, it's so too. hard to find because because giving it a like shows you've read it. Do you know what I might start doing during the week? Because as an old old man. Um, I've finally figured out how to cut and paste tweets and stuff. I might keep them in a separate document. Okay. So, so ones that I want to read out. If I see something that I think we should talk about, mm-hmm. I'll crop it and put it on a document cool. so we've got a bit of um, bit of professionalism good, back. Good, good, good. But yeah, so we'll start with Axel Jamos then. So he said, for Room 101, can I put in Kevin Nash? <laughs> Has anyone actually <laughs> seen a good Nash match? Can anybody name one? <laughs> He gets loads of praise, mostly by his friends, because he was in the NWO. (laughs) But what matches did he actually have? NWO, WWE run, literally (laughs) zero. Uh, I don't get him. I'm totally with you. So So before we talk about our own interaction with Kevin Nash, my only time where I've seen Kevin Nash do something, and I enjoyed it, and this is bad, this, is... TNA, back when they did the, um, I can't remember what it was called, but Gaz will know. Gaz will, be, will know exactly what I'm talking about straight away. TNA did this thing like this weird boot camp thing, and not like the you know the, the, the boot camp UK thing that they did where they were signing wrestlers. They did a, a like a mini like tournament thing backstage. Mm. I, I think it was the X Division tournament. And they had like six or seven wrestlers doing it, but like Kevin Nash was like in charge or something like that yeah. and he'd make them do challenges and I can't remember if, if like the winner got an NXT, NXT got an X Division title shot or something like that but Nash was fucking hilarious on that he was so funny like Sanjay, Sanjay Dutton was it there was a running joke that he was on steroids <laughs> even though he's blatant like he's not and they kept calling him a gas head and but that was the only time where I've ever seen something that Kevin Nash has been involved in and thought that was pretty good. Oh fuck, that's bad, isn't it? Which is which is tough. It's tough sell. But I mean, the NWA, uh, NWA. No one cares about the NWA. Uh, <laughs> NWO was a big thing in wrestling, but as a non WCW guy, I've never thought of the NWO in the same sort of light that a lot of other people do. Like, I would never have an NWO t-shirt, mm. you know, like the Kardashians do. I would never <laughs> have, like, anything WCW related. Because I used to watch Thunder, because it was on, I think, Channel 5. Mm. And I used to think, well, this is okay, because I can see it and I'm 12 or whatever. Um, and I got the video game just because I, I tried to get the WWE video game and it was a ten or more oh, than shit. the WCW one. And my dad made me get the, oh, the WCW no. one. And it was like it was like WWF attitude. It was no like an amazing way. one. And I eventually got it myself anyway. But he was like, Oh, why don't you get this one? This is a wrestling one. It was like WCW and it was actually quite a good game. 
Um, I think that was called Thunder as well. What console? A PlayStation One, I think. Okay. Um, I think I'm not sure. I think it was PlayStation One, but that was quite a good wrestling game. Mm. Uh, from what I remember, I bet now it would be like shocking. It, <laughs> it would be like WWE 2K level shocking. Um, <laughs> speaking of which, we didn't even talk about the AEW games thing last time, did we? We didn't. We remembered afterwards. Yeah, yeah. That that looks interesting. Yeah, I liked the delivery of it. I thought yeah. it was funny. It was good. They're all Steve Jobs. I loved it. And the game itself looked quite good because Ukes used to do the really good WWF games. So I'm, I'm. Mm, I'd be interested to see yeah, how it unfolds. I'm excited by that. The fact that Ukes is involved, uh, you know, I'm really interested because WWE got rid of Ukes for 2K because obviously they outbid them, and then every 2K game I've played since have been shite. Mm-hmm. Like not even worth buying. They're universally considered a shite, though, aren't yeah, they? It's yeah. pretty much a laughing stock when one comes out. It is. It's. Te- it's yeah. pretty embarrassing. Like the amount of gifs and videos of like it just going wrong, like the refs under the ring and other well, arms go like nine foot tall, spinning round them and stuff. It's hilarious. Absolutely shy. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so our Kevin Nash interaction then. Do you want I'm to... looking at the signed ticket now in the frame. Oh yeah. We've yeah. by the way, we've not just got that ticket frame, we've got all of, we've got like a frame with like a load of tickets in of places we've been and that just happens to be one of them. Um yeah, so it was the ICW Fear and Loathing. Fear and Loathing at that arena. Uh whatever it's called. The Hydro. The Hydro. Yeah. yeah. So like that was the time when ICW unwittingly sold about they had these VIP tickets you could get where you could get sign-ins from the stars and I bet 90% of the tickets they sold were the VIP tickets. Yeah. So we were pretty far down the back of the queue. So it was Kevin Nash, Rey Mysterio. Oh, yeah, Rob Van Dam and his girlfriend who had to sign our... Who, who she was signing everybody's tickets to, by the way, whether you wanted her to or not... And hers is the biggest fucking signature on it that says Katie with a heart over the eye. Like, uh, thanks, Katie. Who the fuck are you? That'd be like... that. It'd be, it'd be like the fucking Rock's wife turning up and signing signing your fucking posters of the Rock if it was doing... It's like, what the fuck's this? It was ridiculous. But, um... So we joined this queue. We were quite far back and the time was ticking on, wasn't it? Yeah. We were like, shit's going to start this in like about half an hour. We're still really far back. Yeah. So by the time we got there, Kevin Nash was in the worst mood. <laughs> he was a grumpy old soldier, wasn't he? He was indeed. I took a great picture of him. Do you know where I kept zooming in on his face? Because <laughs> yeah. he was just like fucking... Darkness, my old friend. friend. He was so miserable. Yeah. He couldn't raise a smile. He barely looked at anybody when he was signing. Rey Mysterio was so lovely. Yeah, he was. Like, he was propping up. So was Rob Van Damme. Rob Van Damme was great. He was great. It was yeah. so much fun. It was just his fucking mad girlfriend that was with her injected yeah. ass that was bizarre. But, um, <laughs> but yeah, and, and he was pissed, wasn't he? Well, he, he wasn't pissed when he was doing the signing, but when he came out, because obviously he came out, because he was supposed to be, like, the host of the show. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, when he came out to do that, he was hammered. Yeah. And slurring his words and didn't really know where he was at. And he was like, holy shit, I can swear on this fucking thing. And the crowd obviously pops because it's ICW crowd. Um, I was just thinking, why are you being nice, mate? You were just a dick. You yeah. said dick 20 minutes ago to me. 
Yeah. I'm not fooled. I'm not cheering know, you, wanker. Yeah. You just could, what? You just necked a bottle of Jack Daniels before you go on stage literally, with a bit of Dutch courage. Yeah, yeah, Piss literally. Off. He was hammered. And when he came out to do his obligatory chair shot as the enforcer, oh, God, it was tough. Yeah, it was really bad. It was really tough. But, yeah, so I agree, actually, putting him in room 101. I won't miss the cunt. Yeah, I don't I don't know what he's done either. I mean, maybe we're, we're of a generation where we didn't see it because, obviously, yeah. he's diesel shit in WWE. Um, but he's never he's always he's always hung around for me mm. Nash and he's done a lot of big things but I think maybe on the mic he's better or was better um, than every, everything else that was going on because him and Scott Hall you know obviously were doing great promos as NWO um, the infamous one with fucking Sid Vicious is just hilarious where they were taking the piss they were the 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 uh, DX that's what DX was there for really mm. um, so yeah I agree with that He's, should I put him on the list yeah definitely put him on the list he was an arsehole he was a miserable arsehole he was a miserable arsehole it's the problem in it though the problem that anybody who's listening to this if you've met a wrestler and they weren't very nice it does put you off them it, it, do you know what it does and it's the same thing for other people that we've met as well like authors and yeah. You know, there's, there's certain people that you've met and you've like you've spoke to them because uh, I was in a, 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 a great position when I was working for the bookshop where I got to meet a lot of authors mm. within my section so which was sci-fi fantasy horror and there is there is a couple that I obviously won't name names because it's, it's not fair if anybody likes their books but there's a few that I met that were just like wow like you couldn't give a fuck about me like and I know they don't have to but then there's certain people that you meet that I'm happy to say uh, their name such as Joe Hill who was just fucking phenomenal and considering he came from the seed of the greatest (laughs) author of all time in my opinion um he was the best, and like when I said to him about us going to Boston, he was there for twenty minutes. Oh, he's such a lovely man. Yeah, when when he was and he signed like I, I had a stack of shit for him to sign, and he was just like doodling in every single mm. one of them. He was like class act, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, just talking about Daniel Radcliffe and how attractive he thought Daniel Radcliffe was because <laughs> he played him the the um, lead in horns. In horns yeah, yeah. he's like, oh yeah, Daniel Radcliffe, yeah, great. Oh, he just he looks like a man they idol. <laughs> like me and Bissett was like, <laughs> really? Uh, what? <laughs> <laughs> it looks like somebody used to bully at school, Joe. Um, but yeah, but he was great. So he does. I think that's why I'm always a little bit skeptical about meeting wrestlers. Me too. Because I think it's really hard. Because like when we when we did the whole mania thing, and you heard people, you know, in the hotel at night when you're having a few drinks with some people that have been mm. been out, and like, oh, what have you done today? It's like, oh, well, we went to WrestleCon. <laughs> And like one of them said, like they spent like five hundred dollars on like three pictures, and one of them wasn't, you know, one of the people that they again won't say it because I don't want to ruin anyone's opinion or anyone. But he said like, oh, he spent like two hundred dollars on a picture with a very very famous wrestler, mm. and they were crap, and they just didn't get up from the table. Oh, go on, name. No, I'm not going to name him. It's not fair because because it, it, it's the same thing. Like it, because it's not my experience. Yeah. Like I'm, I'm happy if it's my experience. I'm happy to say it. But if it's somebody's favorite wrestler and I say, they're oh, it's a complete yeah. piece of shit. Because what put me off CM Punk to start with was mm. the Greg Miller thing. Yes. Which was ridiculous. 
Like, and that made me think that guy is a complete fucking cunt. Yeah. Like, the fact that he just he just put his hand on his shoulder and was like, oh, really nice to meet you. And he was like, don't fucking touch me. What are you touching me for? And made it into this massive well, Hadn't thing. they met before? They had met before, yeah. That so was he, why he went up to him. That's why he went up to him, yeah. And he'd had him on up at noon and they, and they got on reasonably well. Crazy. In a professional sense. And he just saw him at any three promoting the 2k where he was the cover star mm. and he was like oh do you want to and he was like and he was going to say oh we've got um up at noon going on do you want to come on it that's what he was going to say but he shouted him down in front of like loads of people like mm. it wasn't it wasn't like he was being mobbed he was just stood on his own mm. and he went up and like put his hand on his back and was like oh hi uh oh do you remember me and he, and he just went no i don't fucking remember you and like laid into him even though he did uh, because he said, "Because he said, get out of here, Greg," and called him by his name. So, oh, dear. yeah, but just a complete bell end. Like you know, there's, there's there's certain ways you act. Like when I heard Rogan talk about The Rock at the UFC, mm. made me think The Rock is one of like the greatest people. What was of that all time. again? So The Rock well, obviously goes to a lot of UFCs, and he said mm. he he was talking to him and Dana were talking to The Rock, and so many people came up and interrupted him. And was like, oh, can we have a picture? And with every single person, The Rock was like, yeah, sure, man, yeah. And then when they'd leave, he'd be, he'd be like rolling his eyes a little bit. But because The Rock's got that kind of, uh, I think, social awkwardness mm. or a bit of autism, like where he's constantly happy. Yeah. You know, when you see him doing things, he's like constantly like, oh yeah, this is great. And so I think that's maybe why. So it is a definite personality type of not to be quick to anger, like to be quite placid and neutral and it's because I think everybody snaps and I think everyone gets a bit pissy I think it was I I was quite refreshed though at Mania Access about how nice everybody was and I'm I'm sure it's a lot of fun for the wrestlers that week that whole weekend yeah it's a lot of fun because anyone who's queuing up to see you really wants to meet you and if you're a kind of lower down wrestler like Luke Harper was at the time you know and he was having an absolute blast and you know Nikki Bella was amazing with her fans people crying meeting her for fuck's sake breaking down breaking the hearts and she was great really professional but super lovely you know, and the um, Breezango were hilarious. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it was really fun to watch him interact with people. Yeah. And you know, Roman Reigns getting a boo when he was at the yeah. when he was at his table and he's just like waving and Wave, being really yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. was just it, it is. I, I'm sure most of them are lovely, but I think you only have to have one negative reaction, uh, negative interaction, and the Kevin Nash thing. He wasn't like an asshole to us. He was just an no. asshole in general. Yeah. He was over it. I think he was just a bit like, "Why are we doing this?" So many. many. Yeah. It was and I, and, I, and I kind of agree with him. I mean, it was thousands really. Like it was a, a lot. Of it was a six thousand attendance, and most of the tickets were because we got them really early, but we mm. didn't want to stand. We wanted to see, so we had mm. like first row, yeah, like yeah. best seats we could get in the seating area, mm-hmm. VIP, and then it turned out that actually. They'd sold about, I think it was about sixty percent of the capacity with VIP. Yeah. So it's like you've got four thousand people nearly queuing up outside. It's a lot. It, it took a long time. It took an off because I thought they were going to cut our queue off because it was getting towards the show time and yeah. we were miles off and we yeah, were like, shit. Yeah. This is there's no way they're going to clear this queue in time. I for don't the show think to I start. don't think they did. They couldn't have done. 
we must have just got there in time because we literally we got there took our seat spoke to chris yeah and it was it, it was started, started. Yeah. it started because that and was... the queue was still going miles back because i had a wonder didn't I? I had a wonder to see where the queue was and it was yeah. still queuing outside crikey yeah which is mad absolutely mad. i'd like to hear if anybody wants to tweet in about your wrestling send us a dm if you don't want to share it publicly if about good or bad i love hearing about people meeting people yeah yeah i do even if they're a, you know a bit of a dick maybe i'll put a tweet out as well just saying what's your best slash worst experience meeting a wrestler i'd love to know i'm very yeah. nosy with that respect yeah i mean i, like it, I prefer i'd prefer the good times mm-hmm. but like the you know obviously the bad times sometimes can be a funny thing in itself um Kevin Owens, what a sweetheart! Oh shit! Well, that was fucking amazing. What a sweetheart! I, I, so, so so good. I didn't even look at the camera. <laughs> anyway, anyway. So my so on to mine then. So oh, my, yes. mine is obviously just to bring the uh, bust the air out of the room again. <laughs> you know WWE, but not just WWE. Um, I'm just I'm gonna put this in general. So, and but it is WWE. So. Listen, WWE, I've fucking had enough of you. Now, I understand that they see themselves as a sporting product. And when we're watching sporting products, we're very, like, NBA, football, soccer, (laughs) we're very used to being advertised to. However, for WWE at the moment, I'm fucking sick of being sold to. Because I don't buy your product, you motherfuckers. So I don't want, you know. So the the Geico thing is the big thing. So the, the secondary comment that I'm gonna I'm gonna go with as well is not as big a deal. But the Geico thing makes me fucking skin crawl. So that Halloween havoc, he's saying fucking Geicoine every ten minutes. It seemed like it's a it's an hour and twenty five. The show. I wish I'd, I'd have to, I had the time or the inclination to find out how many times he says Geico slash Geicoine. Mm. It's well into the thirties though. Christ, yeah, it was bad. It was every it was every segment during matches, constant fucking Geico advertising. It's like who the fuck, right? Your target audience. I don't give a shit what show you're on. Your target audience still fills their pants. Who the fuck? knows about Geico. So you're advertising to their parents there. And the parents, I'm sorry, are in the other room doing something else because they think you're shit as well. So go fuck yourself advertising to me. Why do I need to know for like 10 minutes that the New Day are in Gears of War when I don't like Xbox anyway? Why do I need to know that? Why do I need to be shown a trailer that the New Day are multi, uh, like multiplayer characters that you can pick to fight things? Like, just a little thing in the corner as they're walking out. Fine, that's great. Oh, and I'd be like, oh shit, they're in a game, great. But they, they, you tell me they're in a game, they get in the ring, they've got the gear on, let's watch a fucking trailer. So then I watch the trailer and I'm like, oh, I'm never going to get gears because I'm not, you know, I don't like Xbox. Mm. So I'm never going to get this. So this is just a waste of two minutes of my life. And then we get a 20 minute promo from the Street Profits. So then, them come out and get fucking sold to again. Ric Flair edition. Added, yeah, fuck it. Yeah, give me another drink. <laughs> Ric Flair edition of the Adidas trainers that they're wearing. Oh, go to adidas.com. I don't think they went that far. But I'm sick of fucking getting advertised like it's the NBA. I know. Like, who the fuck do they think they are? Like, really? 
like is, is Roman Reigns going to start coming out with like his is 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 um, head of the table T-shirt, and in the top right-hand corner, there's like a little Barnes and Noble logo. <laughs> you know, it's like eating a Wendy's. <laughs> yeah, because it's fucking shameless. And I and I put a thing out uh, as well, saying about like Roman Reigns' gold glove, and didn't didn't really get an answer. Craig came back and said like, oh, he thinks he's Thanos. But what the fuck is it with that gold glove? Like that's a side though. But like, no logo on it for a company. I, no, it's, it's do you know. Yeah, well, yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, but like, I have footnotes. I mean, it's it's it must have some some reason because he looks like fucking Jacko. He looks that mental to me. Like with his, it's just one gold glove. Like and the rest. <laughs> like his whole his whole outfit's like black, and he's got a gold glove on, like a fucking what? Yeah, absolutely mad. But I was trying to see. Like I was trying to think of the other times when it's annoyed me, and I try obviously tried to play AW into it. But, you know, I watch it on the fight thing so you don't get a lot of advertising. And TNT in-play advertising seems to be very focused around promoting other shows. So, you know, the best you get is JR saying, up next, it's Ready Player One. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or, or watch Inside NBA or if you're watching NBA. Because like, when I was watching the playoffs... And the, the, you know, obviously, the commentators do do their. Oh, this is brought to you by. This is mm. this play is brought to you by this, and I don't mind that because that's been conditioned since day one. Yeah. But WWE at the moment seem to be. It's cash in it though. It's pure cash. But they, they never used to do it that but, much. But this, but this is the thing, sweetheart, is they don't fucking need it. I know. They don't need the money, so they're doing this. So and it, I think it's lowering the standard of the product. Mm. You know, you've you've got somebody walk into the ring and it's like this is brought to you by fucking KFC. And it's but it's like it's monotonous. It's, I don't mind advertising in sports. It's fine, but there's mm. a time. You know, you pick and choose when you do it. Like they don't, other than the hoardings around the court and the hoardings around the pitch or whatever. When the match is on, you don't get advertised to. It's in timeouts. It's mm-hmm. at the halftime show brought to you by Dunkin' Donuts. Boston runs on Dunkin'. All that shit. Fair enough. But fuck me, they have they have variety as well so it's like they probably have the same amount of adverts mm. but you fucking you know because WWE are so shit and so down the pecking order to which Dynamite beat Raw in the demographic last week Christ. that should fucking tell you everything they're so down the pecking order the best they can fucking get is Snickers and Snickers has been the advertiser for like 20 years is Geico and they've only got one. So they have to say Geico about 30 times. <laughs> it's know. like, go fuck yourself. So advertising in wrestling. Is yeah. Geico the one that goes... Yeah. Yeah. Sticks in your head, doesn't it's, it? It's, yeah, it's the little fucking lizard that's selling insurance. It's an insurance <laughs> company, for fuck's sake. I'm sure it is. Or is it white? No. Is it white? I thought it was internet. See, we don't even know what the fuck it is. I've heard it that I many know, times. I know it's a little lizard, though. Yeah, a gecko. Gecko the, ge- gecko the Geico. Gecko Geico. Geico Gecko. See what it is. Insurance company for your car and more. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. I it's thought a it was insurance like Cricket company. Wireless or something. Don't get me started on Cricket Wireless. <laughs> that was on Survivor Series. You've just reminded me. <laughs> Fucking Cricket Wireless. Holy shit. <laughs> right at the start when the, like, the commentator's like, how are you doing? It's like Cricket Wireless logos everywhere. <laughs> Oh my god, fucking cricket wireless. Those crap adverts that they did were like 
Charlotte oh. Flair and shit for Cricket Wireless. Yeah. Well, oh remember my the KFC Christ. ones where it was um, Ziggler, at, le- at least KF- that was f- at least that was funny because they were having a match. Well, they they made they immersed it and made it be part of the wrestling. Yeah. Yeah. But then they've got these like mad ones where it's just like cricket wireless. <laughs> it's like what? I don't mind it if it's like this match is brought to you by the nerd. This yeah, is brought yeah. to you by this. Or oh, here's this because we on a pay per view you've not got adverts. But Halloween Havoc had adverts as well, and yet this fucking sappy wears Wally twat is saying Geico every five minutes, and I'm like I can't even get you Geico, mate. I can't even get it. One, I'm not in America, and two, I don't drive. So what am I going to get some American insurance for? You I think I think tits. the key is the whole like international audience watching it who cannot buy this shit. Some guy in India is like, oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to NXT Halloween Havoc. What the fuck is guy? <laughs> yeah, what is this? I know that. that yeah, I I do. It was, I do agree. Now I'm over egging it for comedic effect, or I'm trying to, and I hope that's um, entertained you a little bit. <laughs> But the, it's very serious. Dad. I know, yeah. I've just, I've just, I've just, uh, just broke, broke, broke the third wall or broke the fourth wall. <laughs> but in a serious note, like I don't mind the advertising. Mm. It's the, it's the, the relentlessness of it. Yeah. Where it's 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 going down the EA microtransaction route for video games, where everything has got to be monetized. Every aspect of your product has to be monetized, and the thing is, is. It, that's such a short-sighted way of doing it. Mm. I think you might get tons of money in the in the short term, but like, look at EA now, like being taken to court all over the world, apart from America and the UK. Even though I think UK is next because of loot boxes and all that kind of shit. You know, it's such a short-term view to get a load of fucking money really quickly. And but WWE can't do it. This is this is my real point of it. Is WWE can't do it because they don't demand any viewers. Mm. They don't demand anything, which is why they're on fucking, you know, on the TV stations that they're on. They don't get a lot of um, different advertising. It's all, you know, there's adverts during the break that obviously USA or whatever network that they're on will decide on. But during the show, it's like, it's always Snickers. It was Skittles for a bit. It was Mattel because of the toy. It's 2K because of the game. Mm. So they don't... Because th- this is the thing. If you if you were a company that's like re- gets loads of advertisers, the last thing you will do will be to have a pay-per-view sponsored by your own product. Because it's a... You know, mm. 2K aren't paying for the fact that you've you've got it. You can just put a logo up for WWE 2K. You don't have to have, to have it sponsoring the whole show like Wrestlemania brought to you by Snickers you think Snickers is paying shitloads of money to sponsor Wrestlemania absolutely not but those adverts were pretty funny like with the whole uh, you're not yourself when you're hungry yeah, yeah. and it's Zack Ryder really bites it and it's and it's um, oh James Ellsworth it was bites it turns into Charlotte hilarious but that I don't mind but it's the constant I'm being sold to at all aspects. Yeah. So I'm getting all these adverts. Not only am I getting that, but the New Day are dressed up in Gears of War shit because they're in a game. So they're selling to me then. The Street Profits come out and they're wearing shoes. That yeah, it's, it's too much. It's and all I've, very yeah. tomorrow's world, isn't oh, it? Oh, Jesus. Just literally every inch of the screen is going to have yeah. a fucking advert on it. It's going to be like point. Times Square watching wrestling. <sighs> and breathe. I feel like I've had me run there. Like I didn't really... I didn't really have me ran before because um, Survivor Series doesn't even 
got to be right, I'm too busy thinking about AEW and the title match mm-hmm. and the fact that Pac's back and the Death Triangle's back together, if that's what they're called, I think, because uh, that's ridiculous. They might have a six-man tag. That six-man tag, to, uh, th- you know, six-man tag team championships, amazing. Like, keep, you know, brilliant. New Japan, so Survivor Series can go fuck itself because it's a poor show. But yeah, there's me rant because I actually care about being advertised yeah. to constantly. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> it's just the way in a good way. Or you're just, just laughing way, at me. No, it's just the way you stop talking. You just looked at me really innocently with both hands clasped around your glass. <laughs> yes. Uh, right, mine isn't as funny as that. Um, but yours was brilliant last week, though. We yeah, do no, need to. We do need to quickly touch on that after you. Oh yeah. Do you yeah, want to do that first? Yeah, or? let's do that first. So we've had, so we we've had a few responses to the um, the old shit merchandise. Yeah, mine was shit t-shirts, but we've gone further now to just shit merch. Just shit merch in general. Yeah. Right, I've actually found it here. <laughs> <laughs> and it's from Chris. Have we Orrick. retweeted that? Is it is it a message? Yeah, yeah, to us? yeah. We okay, did we yeah. did retweet it at the time because because uh, I put a tweet out and I got off. we had a few responses where it was like um, Cow Masters uh, at Real Cow Masters does a great podcast about AEW. Uh, go and follow him. Um, he sent us one which we hadn't seen actually, and I don't know if you've seen. I don't this. think I've seen this. Scotty too hotty, uh-huh. right? On the front, it says "Wanna see my worm," Ew. and on the back it says "Scotty too hotty," and the worm's going through the O. <laughs> what the fuck? Like how bad's that? Because oh, they're not man. even really well designed. The they're just horrendous. it's just a black t-shirt with just with just clip art like letters. <laughs> Yeah, so that was Carlos's, like, want to see my worm. Gaz's was brilliant. Uh, so at Game Banter, it does a great uh, video game podcast. Uh, <laughs> Jeff Jarrett, Jeff Jarrett, listen up, slap nuts. <laughs> oh, yeah, listen up, slap nuts. Yep. Do you know what? When that came through, that tickled you, didn't it? Big oh, time. Christ, you laughing. laughed your tits oh, off yeah. at that. Oh, yeah. But the most, um, and if we were still doing pictures on the podcast things I would 100% demand that this would be cut out and put on uh, the old picture the po- possibly the most disturbing which I didn't even laugh at I was just like and, and Chris Oryx is the one who sent it uh, and he's put what is this so I'm going to read the little bio so are you going to describe the picture first or uh, no I'm going to okay. read the bio okay. first and then describe the picture uh, so officially endorsed by the World Wrestling Federation He's Stone Cold Steve Austin's biggest fan. It's Little Stone Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin is one of the biggest stars in World Wrestling Federation history. Uh, oh, it's really hard to read, read this. Cause is it it's very it, small? It's that small. Let me see if I can... Can you not really see it? Not really. Do you want me to have a go? Oh, it's, it's, so it's some, it's some fucking like, doll company. So basically what it is, it's a baby <laughs> dressed up like Stone Cold. So it's got a cap on. It's got the black uh, sort of uh, what, what? What do you call that? Um, uh, like, like wife beater. Yeah, like the just yeah, yeah. arms arms out. Yeah. You know, what what's the, what are they called? Tank top. It's not a tank top though. It's like um, it's open. Oh, so waistcoat. A, kind of, but it's Fucking not. Hell. But <laughs> what is think, it? But I don't think it's called a waistcoat. Is That's it? That's a waistcoat. Yeah. Well, the baby's wearing a waistcoat. Okay, so the baby's wearing The baby's got a waistcoat on. So I've got a waistcoat on. It's got uh, jean shorts on. And it's holding an Austin WWF title belt. So it is a doll. It's a baby. It's cr- it's it's a realistic it's baby doll, though, isn't yeah, it? It's yeah. not just like a teddy bear or something. It's like a pottery or something like 
very realistic Gold baby chain. dressed as Stone Cold. It's, cre- it's creepy as fuck. Little Stone Cold. I'm surprised it's not got a little can of beer. I mean, in those days... It would have had a... It should have. It should have done. It's it probably, an oversight. Probably, probably did, yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking oversight from the or, or like uh, Austin 316 milk or something like that. That's what they, uh, that's what they go with. Well, milk could fit perfectly. That's more Kurt Angle's thing. Maybe maybe they give it to, to Kurt Angle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Christ. So if, if you've got any more, guys, where you, it's shit, merch, shit wrestling merchandise... Like, what's the worst you've seen? Like, I did see actually one, because I did a little Google of, like, worst wrestling merchandise rather than WWE. And there was one of Coco Beware. Like, so so if anybody remembers Coco Beware, old school WWWF uh, star, you can kind of say he was in the Beyond the Mat documentary for about two seconds. He used to come to the ring with a parrot. I think it's something that he's done in the last four years where he brought out a T-shirt... Uh, which just said Coco Beware, and it was just the head of his parrot. Oh my <laughs> Cause he, God. Because he's kind of broke away from it. Jesus um, Christ. But it's just like he'd killed his own parrot, basically. <laughs> um, yeah, that was pretty grim. That's so but yeah, grim. anybody got any more like really bad oh, wrestling merchandise? You should go on like, every wrestling top t shirt website and just go in clearance and see what's lurking. That's not a bad idea, actually. Just see what shit just see what they're flogging, yeah. Because that will be. Shite. Yeah. I utter shite. I mean, last time I looked at um, uh, last time I looked at WWE's clearance, it was like Matt Hardy and shit. Oh. Um, the forgotten, the fallen, the fallen stars. Yes. Well, there's actually, I think there's this there's one here. What have I got here? Smoking guns, cowboy hat. That's pretty bad. They're all they're all just going for t-shirts though, like rest, wrestling figures that don't look like the wrestlers. Oh yeah. Oh, that's fucking brilliant! I remember these as a kid. So Jack Pacific made makes wrestling figures, and they had a range of WWE uh, or WWF at the time wrestling figures that sweated they were called maximum sweat action oh, so they had a little no. bottle that you'd fill no. up with water and you'd fill them up and then you'd like squeeze them so they'd sweat oh fuck off yeah how bad's that that's disgusting really bad uh, little sweaty toys but were they, were they ones to play with or was it yeah yeah they were action, action figures that's the fucking weirdest thing That that's it that's it you found it you've nailed it that's the weirdest thing a sweating doll <laughs> That's quite a good one. Um, talking soap. <laughs> so when you when you when you, so you're in the picture picture the scene. You're in the shower. You know you you know you you washing. You know you get you got your soap. You're just about to do a new pits. You grab the soap bar. You start rubbing it on your pits and it just goes Austin three sixteen. <laughs> and I just whip your ass. Like, All right, Austin. Wait, I need to do the other pit. That's the bottom. Oh, Jesus. Jesus Christ. What are you doing in there? What are you doing? Oh, nothing, nothing. It's just the soap. A brand of soap that I spoke to you. That was funny. That's crazy. Uh, what else have we got? Was it not hand soap? Maybe. Because that's the thing, isn't it? Where you... But it looked like, from the picture, it looked like a bar of oh, soap. Oh, okay. A bar of soap's a bit, a bit weird, that. Yeah. Maybe it was hand soap. Because there's a lot of hand soap that talks for kids. Really? And stuff. That's yeah. 
baby shark. Every time you press it, it does baby shark. Oh, like that. Imagine that. Yeah, that makes more sense, yeah, doesn't yeah. it? Um, WWE Pizza Prints, right? Pizza prints are edible designs for pizzas oh, made on. from starches and food chlorines. Oh, fucking hell. So you basically your middle of your picture's got like a WWE logo. <laughs> Layla apparently had a figurine brought out of well, it says figurine, but it's like a wrestling figure of uh, her as black. What? <laughs> like completely black, which looks interesting. The Punjabi prison playset. Oh wow. <laughs> Wow, wow, you've got to see this. <laughs> wow. Holy shit. No. What kids putting that up? That looks fairly recent. Well, it's, well yeah, well, it's in the last 10 years. Fucking hell. Here you go, Axel J-Mo. Uh, uh, Kevin Nash comic, <laughs> just called Nash, and he's got a big gun in his hand. <laughs> I bet that's the most boring comic ever. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior comic. Christ. Nash. Fighting crime. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's all they've got there. God, you've you, you down it for fucking years, wouldn't you? I love it all. Because they do just really do bring out crap. Oh, and I think the reason time. why they bring out crap is it's so knee-jerk to try and get on a particular moment and hop on an, an opportunity yeah. that they just don't care. It's like, oh, that's that'll sell. So I bet there's, I bet there's a fucking whole world out there. Of utter shit that we haven't even discovered yet. There you go. Table hockey. WWF wrestlers. Table hockey characters. Do you know, like when you're oh, yeah. around? Like, like, but the actual wrestlers, like Hulk Hogan's got like a Oh, stick. oh. Like proper table hockey. Like when you... That sounds quite funny. No, it's crap. <laughs> Fun- it was expensive. Funkasaurus piggy bank. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Daniel Bryan Hart, where the cap bit, like the... The edge peak. bit, peak is a beard, oh so it looks like you've God. got a beard on your head. Uh, Pizza Prince is on here as well. Stone Cold Cologne, <laughs> called Venom. Fuck off! <laughs> but that reeked somewhat chronic. That. Oh, uh, what else have we got? Uh, gingerbread ornaments. Oh well, that's just standard. They still do those. Squirty heads. Squirty heads. Yeah, do you, do you remember those things that were like like a ball? F- yeah, you fill, fill okay. them with water and squeeze them, and it spurts. Well, well. CM Punk gnome bench. Oh, a bench. Well, it's like it's, it's gnomes, but as CM Punk. Well, that's really fucking. <laughs> really weird, fucking yeah. weird. Yeah, that is weird. Total weird. I found it funny when like WWE brought out toasters and shit the other year, and there was you could get a WWE slow cooker, which I thought was what? Do you not remember that? No. That, Google that. Google WWE that. slow. This cooker. has been in the last five years, babe. Because I remember showing you it was on the WWE shop, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" It was literally just a slow cooker with WWE logo on it or a belt on it or something. Can you see it? Raw is great for wrestling, but sometimes you want just a hot, hot home-cooked meal. <laughs> this heavy-duty seven-quart slow cooker will take you from breakfast to dinner feeling like a champ. <laughs> yes! The cool black outer casting features every championship belt in WWE's That's history it, yeah. in full cover. What's that? Why? Is it? Do they still sell that? I've just clicked the link and it's not come up. Well, that was a thing very recently. Uncanny Brands that was on. That was very recent. And I was like, wow. Oh, here we go. Championship Slow Cooker. Well, fuck me. That is the worst I think they still got shit. it on. I don't know if you can buy it, but it's some That's fucking... That's some tap, that, innit? Oh, my sweet Jesus. 
Oh, it's just who's, done off, so I don't think it's a fit. Who's oh, that big of a fan that they want a wrestling slow cooker? 27 reviews, four and a half stars. I'm just saying, <laughs> it's a decent slow cooker. 27 people bought that, at least. It has the Cruiserweight title on it. <laughs> it's current championship. It was of a moment. WWE, I mean, this is fantastic, really. If we're, if we're talking, you know, pieces of shit... <laughs> WWE Championship Waffle Maker. Yes, I remember that one too. But how good's that though? For if a kid's like six or seven and they're and they're obsessed. Yeah. I mean, a that kid's not going to not eat a waffle, but that makes sense because it creates a, a, the WWE logo or something. Yeah. However, the slow cooker is just a slow cooker. That's the thing. And the retro toaster. Does the retro toaster do a bre- do a, a an imprint on your bread? No. Right, well, that's... Oh, no, yeah, toast logos on your bread. Right, okay, if it toast logos on your bread, fine. I get that. The slow cooker doesn't do anything to your food, though, does it? It just cooks your food, so I don't understand. Oh, fucking God. What have you found now? No, no, just in in general. I'm just having a little look at the clearance just to see what's in. I'm going to make an executive decision here. I'm not doing my Room 101 this week because I'm enjoying this too much and I'm just going to bring everyone down by whinging about something. Okay. So we'll save it. Unless you can't find any more funny merch. I'm sure, I'm sure I can. It is all. I mean there's in the in the <laughs> in the clearance it's all like old t shirts and shite, yeah. Rusev Day t shirt for like four quid. Remember when Alicia Fox got the crazy like the fox t shirt after all them years? I've and then never was never on T V again. Yeah. <laughs> and the t shirt was like three quid. Straight away, it's like, oh, for fuck's yeah. sake, poor bitch. Get shot, that woman. I know. I mean, it's sort of talk about a lifer as well. Bottle openers. It's just tat in it. It's pure. Just fucking tat. I mean, there's loads of WrestleMania shit that's like a fiver. That really? looks really cool. Like, some of the Tampa. I mean, they didn't go to Tampa Bay. But some <laughs> of the, you know, the WrestleMania that never was. I'd say it'd be worth something one day, but it just it won't just be, will it? No, I mean, there's real, there's real. I mean, it's. Uh, I'd say it's it's worth looking at, but if you were if you were inclined to give, I do WWE really, money. really, really like WrestleMania merch. I've got yeah, to say. I do as well. Like that's, I feel like that's the only time they put any effort in. Mm, I think the quality of the clothes is a bit better because the the football jersey one looks pretty good, doesn't it? The, oh, I love the that. Yeah, I always did like yeah. that one. I like my football jersey one. Yeah, I'd probably get that if if we ever did go to one again. I'd probably get that every time. Mm. Socks and shit like socks with people's faces on. <laughs> God, just ugly Christmas jumpers that are like. What you think this would be the time to? Are they like old ones though? Because they've had ones on for sale for like a couple of years, like old designs. Well, it doesn't really matter. It's like it's it's a it's Firefly Funhouse one. I mean, there's the uh-huh. OC. Um, the what? Oh, the OC, so Styles and oh, right. Gals and Anderson. Mm. But there's like an Alexa Bliss one, Shock the System, uh, Kabuki Warrior as well. Who oh, remembers dear. that? Oh, like dear. two months ago. <laughs> yeah, there doesn't seem to be really. Oh, that Ric Flair one's disgusting. <laughs> like ugly sweater. Christmas ornaments. So this is the problem. Just when you think you were out, they bring you back in. It's true. With shit merch. The merch. We, you know, I was never. Do you know what? Before I met you, I never bought a piece of merch in my life. And you made me a merchy. Like I buy 
I have to buy something when I go somewhere now. Yeah. I never, I've, I've been to gigs, I've never even looked at the merch stand. I've never bought a t-shirt, never in my life. And then started going out with you and you get a t-shirt pretty much all the time and you you, you really yeah. did hook me in with it. Even if the shit, I have to get one. Yeah. Just because it's like, a, I do see, because I don't, right. <laughs> I don't wear clothes in the traditional sense. And what, what I mean by that is I don't wear, I don't go to like a clothes shop very often and buy myself like a load of clothes. Like if I need something smart, then maybe. Um, but all my clothing, like from the waist up, let's say, <laughs> is merchandise. So it's like I'm wearing a New Japan hoodie right now. Mm-hmm. I've got, what t-shirt have I got on? Harry Potter. Harry Potter. You know, it's a Harry Potter t-shirt. From, was that from the States yeah. or was no, it no, from the No, no, it was from, I think it was from the tour. Because I needed, again, because I needed, even though that tour sucked dick, I needed something from it. Yeah, don't go on the Harry Potter movie tour, guys. I mean, it's all right. It's I mean, fucking not worth the money, though, is it? it I, I don't remember it being that expensive. Was that 30 quid? No, are you joking? It was a lot of money, because we had to get a trip, because it sold out. That was why. Okay, so that's why it was a lot. Of I money. think it was about a hundred quid each or something. No fucking way was it hundred quid each. It was a lot of money. It couldn't have been hundred quid each. We got a minibus there and back. It would. There's no way we would have spent two hundred quid on a tour like that because we're not that big of fans. God, maybe it was like seventy quid each though. Then maybe. I I've got a feeling it was about forty. Really? Yeah, because it was just it was just a pick up and a drop off. It wasn't like because the normal tickets were a similar value. Yeah, and I remember saying to you, like, <coughs> so if we if we'd have got normal tickets, so I remember actually saying if we'd have got normal tickets, we'd mm. have to have made our own way there, yeah, which would have cost a bomb because you can't actually get public transport there apart from yeah, it's quite shuttle difficult. buses, buses, yeah. So the fact that we got picked up and dropped off and it was like the same price as a ticket, pretty oh, much. Do you know what? It was a bag of shit. It was it was crap. It was crap. It was an absolute. I bet <laughs> if you get a guided tour, I bet it's fantastic. Yeah, I bet it's great. But after you've gone through that dining hall. You might as well just go home. See, that was great. Yeah, the dining hall's top, but like yeah. the rest of it is just shit. Because we were sort of sat there and it's like, you know, it's the only time you get spoke to is just before you go into this little side room where you just sat on the bench and then the doors open and it's mm. and it's the Hogwarts dining room. It's it lo- quite the reveal, and isn't it? And it looks fucking amazing. <clears throat> Other than that, you know, you're just looking at like... Movie props. Yeah. I don't really care. Not bothered at fucking... So it, it, is a, it is a bit of shameless advertising for you. So it's Snoop Dogg and, and Undertaker merch. Oh my God. That is so niche, isn't it? But I'm not on WWE. Oh, now? Yeah, yeah, look oh, at okay. that. Look at that. What the fuck's that? I have no idea. Snoop Dogg and The Undertaker? The original gangster collection. That's so stupid. <laughs> Fucking stupid. Anyway. Do you want to do your... Your room 101 thing? I mean, I can do. I can do. Yeah, fuck it. Let's do it. While, while right. we're here, let's let me get number 16, this is. God, it's getting full room 101, isn't it? We might have to do an episode one day of like going through them all. Maybe that could be our end of year episode. It's a one, yeah. room 101 special. I mean, it's negative as shit. I mean, but... if we had shitloads of um, listeners, we could do one of those like brackets where they voted oh, for yeah. which one's the worst. We might even be able to do that in some respect. Maybe. We can definitely do a survey at least. Yeah. If we run them for 24 hours rather than just three hours. Yeah. And just keep retweeting the fucker. Um, okay. What's yours? My, I'm, I'm thinking of a way to word this. So, my Room 101 this week. 
I've mentioned it before in past episodes. It's on backstage interviews when the camera lingers on the presenter looking like they're about to cry as the wrestler walks off or looking very concerned or frowning in the direction. It just lingers on R- Renee Young just a, just that little bit too long where she's, oh, what's going on? I'm going to cry. What's happening? I'm scared. Yeah. Why? Just, just fucking cut the feed. Stop. Just, just. They do, and they do it on AEW. Stop yeah, it. Yeah, they do. Stop it. They Stop do. it. It must be a, like a thing from like. Oh, it's a shitty from, trope. It's so crap. I'm so glad you mentioned that actually because I think I saw something from like months ago saying. Like an article that said the things that wrestling needs to stop doing, and that was one of them. <clears throat> was it really? Yeah, and it was, and it was specifically that wording, like lingering on the backstage interview. I hate it because it, the I hate all, it so the much. All, there's, there's always three different reactions, and it doesn't matter if the interviewer is male or female. No, and who they're interviewing, it's always three reactions: shocked, yes, scared, mm-hmm. turned on. <laughs> Turned on, like, cause, cause, like, is it? I, I don't know her name, but like Paul Heyman at Survivor Series, like, oh, you hitting on me, and then does his thing, and then at the end, you know, is like doing that thing to her, and then it lingers on her, and she looks like she's about to come. Yeah. Well, yeah. Was... Like, oh fuck. Like, I don't know if she was trying to do scared, but yeah, and it just came some, across. S- Summit was quivering. That fa China was. <laughs> the vagina. Uh, was. Uh, I'm, I'm honestly, I'm going to work that into every show from Must now do. to the end please, of time. Please do. Um, yeah, I hate it. I absolutely hate it. I think it's like overly dramatic and fucking weird. Because it's always like, because I'm not being funny. They can't act. None of them. They're not paid to act. So they try and do a face, and the face looks like. Um... Oh no. Who's the like the women's champion in AEW? Which one? AEW or NWA? AEW. Sheeda. Sheeda. It's like Sheeda when she thinks she's emoting and it's yeah. the same face. So one, like, one face Sheeda. It's yeah. that. It's that face, and and unfortunately, it always comes across as just a bit worried. Whatever they're trying to emote, it's just always a bit worried. Just like, and it's just too long. It's too fucking long. Yeah. Like, why are we still looking at fucking Charlie looking bereft? It's one of them things where it's like super theatre, in it? And it's super hyped up. And you've got somebody... Because a really great example of the back, how, <laughs> how rubbish I think backstage interviews are. I hate them. So in general, backstage interviews are rubbish. Um, but you remember, when you say that, you instantly think... Um, of times when they're not rubbish. Yeah. So, like, so yeah, you think yeah, yeah. of like The Rock. Jake the Snake. Jake the Snake. Mm. Austin. Mm-hmm. Mick Foley. Mm-hmm. All these great, like, iconic promos from over the years. But Beyond the Mat is great at showing you actually what happens. So, the, you know, we nobody, I, I think we could all agree right now. Like the Rock's promos from back in the day, if you smell what the Rock is cooking, all that shit, taking him to you know Jabroni Drive or whatever it was, <clears throat> um, it's got to sell those Poontang Pie T-shirts, honey. Um, so when we see it through the camera and you hear the crowd and the crowd are got singing along or chanting along and all that kind of stuff, you think it's great. But it shows before the I Quit match with Mankind, mm. it shows a side-on view 
where you can't hear any crowd. Yeah. You can't hear anybody else. You you can only hear the rock doing it, and and it shows you him practicing it first. Yeah. And then he goes on and does it. <laughs> now it without <laughs> the concept, well, the, without the context. <clears throat> if you're looking at that, you look at that and you think, "What the fuck is he talking about?" Yeah. But but it's but it seems really shit. But when you put the crowd in and the crowd are going, if you smell, yeah. like with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, whether they did it at the time, I don't know, because he was heel or whatever. Who knows if they would have done it at the time. But some of the outrageous things that he said, that Jericho said, you know, what? You know, all that kind of shit without the crowd interaction is nothing. Mm-hmm. So it's why I think it's hard at the moment for them to do decent promos because mm-hmm. there's no crowd unless they program one in. But the... Um, yeah, that that lingering shot. I hate it. It's so shit. It, it, it makes me. I get you. You know when. You know when you when you laugh when you're really uncomfortable. It makes me laugh every time, but I'm uncomfortable. Yeah. It's just I don't know. I just find it weird. I'd like for once the interviewer to go, "Thank you very much," and they, and it just cuts like a proper like Abby like Chin a, or something. Yeah, like, like it just yeah, like yeah. it like just if, if you're gonna. Pr- if you're going to dress it up like it's a real sport with backstage fucking interviews yeah. when it's just a theatre show, then at least make it look like a fucking sports show. Yeah. And instead totally. of like... Totally. Because it makes the presenter look... You know, like if, if it's supposed to be like a real thing, it makes the presenter look like a dick. Yeah, it does. It makes them look either turned on, scared or angry. Yeah, or all of the above because they can't fucking decide what the face is doing. Yeah. Like what the fuck? Like, it, That's such a good one. That Back I hate set, yeah. it. I I've fucking always hate it. Well. Hated the it. lingering shot on the face when they look when they walk off and, it, and they go. And I, like, I know. I wish, yeah, this is yeah. why I wish. The reason oh why I was going to cut this one is because it works better visually because we can do impressions of it and we're both been like doing it. <laughs> so like it's trying to. Everybody knows what we're you talking about. You all know about. what we're talking about. And I hate it so much. I hate it so so much. And nobody has been good at it. No, but I tell you what though, me and Gene uh, didn't used to do that. It was it was like a real, and he talked and he was like, like a sports back, back to you, yeah. yeah, yeah. That, that's perfect for me. That's exactly what you should be doing. You shouldn't be like. I'd love it if they did just turn around and go, "Okay, back to you," and that's it. Instead of that weird look when they're watching him walk away, yeah, watching him walk off. Because what even was that fucking interview? So we'll take that Paul Heyman one from Survivor I Series. I saw it. So she she's at, she's she lists all this stuff that she said. I'm going to give you the chance to retract that. It's like, hang on, who the fuck are you? You're just an interviewer. Yeah. Why would an interviewer say that? And she yeah. went on for ages, and I was like, what the fuck? And for then him to turn around and say, are you flirting with me? I thought it was a brilliant way to cut, yeah, yeah. To cut it off. Yeah. Obviously, it's scripted, and she's been made to say that, hence why the delivery was so awkward, because why would an interviewer do that? I don't know. It's just pants. Backstage interviewing is shit. It's really bad. I, I am just... Do you know what I'm really glad of, though? if I can be thankful for one thing that wrestling hasn't done that is setting up well, AEW maybe um, setting up a fake press conference oh, AEW do that all the I know, time <laughs> I know, I know, and I, don't, I can't watch them but I'm glad oh, that, it was awkward I'm glad so that... WWE's never done that I've got to say, that's one thing that I think that it would be very easy for them to do that as an extra thing on the network it would be very easy after some pay-per-views to do a and, and obviously Triple H has done ones where it's obviously very kayfabe, where he's talked and it's gone on Facebook and stuff. See, that's a different thing. But So, so I have to apologise to AEW there. I can, they've only actually done that once where it's a fake press conference and it was Cody. Yes, because that's who I'm imagining, Yeah, Cody. So, so Cody was sat there and he was getting asked questions like... 
you know, not about because obviously they do the media calls and all stuff like that, mm. which is like normal questions. But that fake press conference, awful. I didn't watch it a frame. Of it. I just remember seeing awful. his face and going, "Why are they doing this?" Yeah, yeah. Unless it's real, okay. If it's real, and there was like a proper, you know, you did have the, th- the thing is though, right? That the, the people who write about wrestling don't want to get in front of any of the wrestlers because they talk that much shit about them and post so much bollocks that they won't dare show the face yeah, yeah. in person and they won't be invited to no. so it's like it's such shit but yeah i'm glad that wwe to my knowledge of everything i've watched hasn't gone down that path because i don't like the, surely they've got they must, to have done at some have done, stage haven't they? with all the major press conferences of boxing and all that kind of stuff at yeah, the time yeah yeah WWE fake press conference. Would you, just while I'm looking for this, would you extend that to contract signings? I hate contract signings. I hate them. What's the point? Yeah. What's the point? What's the fucking point? You sit there, you put someone set a table up in the ring. Let's sign the contract. Now let's have a little scrap every time. <laughs> every time. No one just signs it. If they do sign it and just walk off, it's usually the heel going, ah, I'm not fighting you. I'm not, not going to do it. See, that's why, though. That's why they do it. I mean, so the, the contract signing for Omega and Moxley this week, mm. I was like, what? Why Why have you done that? So obviously Moxley gets attacked. He can't come out and sign the contract. Omega just signs it and walks off. So the, the whole, to me, because I... I Sorry to be a pain in the ass. Can I have a wee? Of course you can. I'm absolutely bursting. I am with you that I would get I would get rid of contract signings, but I, I, I do know why they're there to the point where the, I think it's a really good way to get them both talking to each other yeah, and to put yeah. and put the match over. Sometimes they really are awful, <laughs> and the fact that they always end in a scrap is great. <laughs> so like you know you sign a contract and it's like oh as soon as you sign the contract I can't remember who it was but who did it first I mean there'll have been millions over the years probably but it's like oh you can't, once you sign the contract you can't touch each other until SummerSlam or whatever the fuck it is and one of the, the face the baby face signs the contract and he pushes it over to the heel the heel pretends to sign it hands it over to Vince or whoever the fuck's in it and then starts wailing on him it's like well, what are you doing the match is off the match is off and then the, the reveal where they open it up and there's no signature there and then they sign sign it in the other guy's blood or whatever the fuck it was I don't know I'm making it up as I go along now but yeah I understand why why the contract signings are there it's just a device to get two people in the ring to talk about the the match that they're trying to sell um, but more often than not it is shite but yeah that AEW one with uh Moxley and Omega. I was I was looking forward to that, uh, as as in like what promo Moxley would do, uh, even what response. Because obviously they're now calling Omega the cleaner, so we're fully into that mode now. Um, the shades are back and all that shit. Uh, I'm back. You're back. So I I was really looking forward to that. I mean, obviously we've got another dynamite before that because that's December second, I think, when that mm. title match is going on, which is. You know, next week then. I'm really looking forward to seeing the viewing figures on that Moxley versus Omega for the title. I want to see how many people uh, who are asked about that because if if that doesn't get a million viewers, then then we're, we're, all of our lives have no meaning. You know, it will never get it again. Like because there's random times when they have got a million again AEW, and it's, it seems to be really weird times when they have as well. 
Um, but if that segment doesn't get a million viewers, then I don't know what the fuck I'm doing because I would assume it would. Mm. Um, but yeah, I was looking forward to that, like back and forth, because obviously Moxley, unscripted, hence yeah. the t-shirt, is is brilliant. But yeah, he just gets randomly attacked. I know. I mean, they're obviously going somewhere with it, but stop advertising Demon Souls to me when I can't get your fucking console, you piece of shit. Anyway. So happens when you got your laptop in front of you. I know. Well, I'm, on a, I'm on a wrestling news site. Mm. I'm not on WWE shop. <laughs> and they're fucking still advertising shit to me on WWE shop. If that was the case, I'd be like, yeah, fuck that. <laughs> yeah. It's tough because, like, WWE's merch is quite tight. Whereas AEW's, it's, I think it's tough to find a decent t shirt. Like, even their shitty ones at least are put together well. Mm. Uh, where some of the some of the ones some of the Jericho <laughs> ones that have come on that really is just like slap something on fast Christ you can buy a Shotzi Blackheart helmet do you know that helmet with the horns on it Christ alive oh my god some crap here are we ready to go I think we are yeah, yeah. I think we are I agree well, we'll do another show after we've watched um, properly watched AEW this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it's technically the go-home show for the big Dynamite. Mm-hmm. And they've already said about quite a lot of things. Um, like, people are desperate to get on this card because of Moxley and Omega. Mm. I'm sure they'll throw another couple of title matches on there as well. A TNT title match is obviously guaranteed. Um, tag team title... I, I, I don't even know if it's true, but the rumours, if, if they are bringing together a three-man tag team title, then it kind of solves the problem that they've got with how many fucking amazing tag teams they've got. Because Private Party can do that with Matt Hardy. Mm-hmm. Uh, Death Triangle, <laughs> I think if that's the, the word, Lucha Brothers and, and, and uh, Pac, amazing. The Elite, amazing. Yeah. You know, the Elite could have all the fucking belts at, at some point. Yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, maybe that will happen. I'm trying to think of others. Butcher Blade, Kingston. I mean, Miro's got to go to a, some sort of... Miro's got to do something because he's a waste of money at the moment. Yeah. Absolute waste of cash. We were saying this yesterday, weren't we? Yeah. What a waste of a signing, Miro. Waste. Well, at the moment he is. You know, they're doing nothing with him. So, mm. But it's not through his own fault. It's just, it's not, it's just, there's not been a logical place for him to go. No. And what he's doing at the minute is just, I think as, as I think as, um... What's the word? Shit. I think it's shit. <laughs> no, I think, no I'm, I'm, I'm being a dick. I think it stole quite a lot of away from his star power going yeah, in me, at that level and doing yeah, that yeah. silly shit because he... I know there was no room for him to come in as a top star. I know that. They have quite a lot of people, a lot of like big singles players. Yeah. But him coming in and not debuting in the ring and just coming in doing like spoken stuff and yeah. skits... Is, is, it's well. really damaging, I think, to who he is because I don't think he's he's even half as imposing now. No, I mean he's had he's had one reasonable match out of the two. Mm. Um, but he had to come in. He had to come yeah. in balls to the wall. They had to, if they were going to take him seriously, they had to do something serious. Not like serious as in oh this is like very serious. Or yeah. Thing. But like they had to you know make him be a bit of a badass straight away off the bat. Mm. And then backtrack yeah. from it if they needed to, but just to. Whereas now he's like, oh, who is it? Why? Do I yeah, it it seems like a bit of a Zack Ryder deal where he's going to be gone again in a couple of months. Maybe. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. I, I, I don't know if he has he has signed like a multi, 
year contract or shit you could get um, as a as a fucking hell geez, 45 quid um, <laughs> Firefly Funhouse ornament set as in uh, Christmas decoration for your tree nice is it all the puppets it's all the puppets and uh, Vince McMahon oh really yeah. let me see that's quite fun actually yeah it's quite a few actually the Eddie Guerrero one's pretty cool I like the themed Christmas mask. tree decorations I was quite into doing a whole themed tree at one point I mean, if, if five of them cost you 45 quid... Yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Maybe not. And when you're not watching WWE in a couple yeah, of years, yeah. you're just like, why the fuck have why I still the fuck got these baubles? This crap? What is this? Yeah. What's this bird on my tree? <laughs> so, what the fuck Who's is... that? Oh, it's been so mad. Who? Who's that? Yeah, no joke. Yeah. Um, are, we, are we done? Yeah, I think we're done. I'm starting to get a bit hungry, so I wouldn't mind having something to eat. Uh... Yeah. Are we bringing back Cheerio? Yeah, okay. Go on then. <laughs> Cheerio, motherfuckers! Pip, pip! I'm nowhere near the fucking laptop. Though. It's alright. Thanks for listening, everyone. Have a great week. Keep yourself safe. Uh, keep your masks on and all that shit. And maybe we'll do, because we, we technically missed the week, don't we? So yeah, we maybe we'll do, do a week. second one. Let us know if you've got anything that we can talk about topic wise, because obviously we're not really reviewing shows anymore because we just say they're great or the shit. Um, so yeah, if you've got anything that you want us to yeah, well, talk over. Yeah, but that we can't, we don't have a network anymore, so we can't kind of do a old. We, we could. We could find it. Else, yeah. So we can't really do an old pay per view watch sort of things. People used to send but, us those. But again, that's that's like reviewing a show, isn't it? Oh, yeah. I mean, we could talk about like the the significance of certain matches and that kind. Of, I'll, I'll have a look into it. We'll, we'll have like a a segment a week that is dedicated to something a bit retro. Okay. Maybe. Cool. I don't know. But yeah, thanks very much, guys. All the best. I'll try again. Cheerio, motherfuckers. Pip pip.